live. Welcome to Miami. You feeling that salsa music right I there? I am feeling it. You know, I'm Puerto uh. Rican. You know, it's in my blood. Are you Puerto Rican? I am. Oh. We're about to learn a lot about I, I Miss just, Texas I just made today. a lot of heads go, ooh. Ooh, okay. I thought it was a white girl <laughs> politic, and next thing you know, she's Puerto Rican. I yeah. think you'd be more Puerto Rican than her. I'm Brazilian. There it is. Yeah. When and then, you, and then you Natalia, up, you're what? You know, it's different. I'm Puerto Rican and Guyanese. All right. So I'm the only ooh. white boy on the planet, or on, the, on the panel on the, right on now. On the planet, The alcohol speaking. All right, guys, welcome to the Southcast, episode 45. Today, we're talking feminism and female empowerment. And wow, do we have a special guest in the house. They say that things are bigger in Texas. And according to the Hall of Fame reports on what you've got going on on the backside, then yes, I've done my homework. So um, before I introduce you, because we're going to spend a lot of time talking to you, let's, let's welcome the audience. Welcome to the Salascast, episode 45. This is where finance meets romance, where money and relationships meet. Um, and we are the number one channel on YouTube for entrepreneurs. Put in Valuetainment. You'll see what we got going on. This is Valuetainment Money. All we talk is money, dating, relationships. Let's get into it. Okay, so we're here for the men out there. We want men to, you know... Increase their value, as they say. Improve their life financially. Increase their sexual market value. And win in life and in the bedroom and in the boardroom and all that fun stuff. So you get paid, you get laid, you do it your way. Boom. Now let's get into our special guest today. Alexis Texas. Can I just read a little um, bio that I have from you? You Please correct do. me. Okay? Please do. I'd love to hear Hall it. of Fame adult film actress. Check. Yes. Um, we talked about things are bigger in Texas. Check. Yes. I can confirm. I don't know if we're allowed to do a spin. Whatever she does to a spin, it might break the internet. Boom. She's been voted how many times the best butt in the adult industry? I believe I've won five times, four or five times. I don't really know. Who's counting, though? Yeah, who's counting? How, many, how many people count their championships? But championship type of person, championship type of bootay. And are you from Texas? You know, I wasn't born there, but I was raised there. Yeah. You know, so for me, I feel like Texas is home. And um, I was the only thing I've ever known. I was born in Panama, raised mm. in Texas. I'm a military brat. So, yeah, that's how. But you I haven't been very know. bratty so far. You've been very professional. Well, I'm always professional. But, you know, sometimes people take that where it's like you ask for too many things. They mm. think it's just being a brat. But it's just. You ask for I, one I, thing. By I the know way. what I like. You asked for one thing and it was champagne and we got you champagne. You did. You delivered. It was a little warm though. It was. It's okay. Because I'm drinking it too. In case I start slurring my words out there, I apologize in you advance. You had a sip, right? But Alexis, <laughs> lightweight over here. Chief date, Alexis. And then joining us, Rebecca Barrett. Hello. Professional entrepreneur, professional housewife. Yes. She used to be a nice. feminist and now she rails against feminism and modern day feminism. Interesting. Uh, very interesting. Um, delight, pleasure, and then. Natalia Del Valle, she's on the ones and twos over there. You know, Natalia used to have a shorter chair. And I was like, guys, we're not doing the show anymore until we raise Natalia up. Lovely gal. She's wearing pink. I'm wearing pink. Magic. You got pink. I'm you didn't neutral. get the memo. I'm neutral. <laughs> I, love it. I make everybody flow together. You know, yes. it all blends in one thing. Um, but are you okay with having a conversation about feminism today and being a female who is empowered? I am up for any conversation. I think knowledge is power. I think communication mm. is important. I don't think everybody's going to you know, be on the same page at everything, but I'm open to suggestions. I love yeah. that. Now, on Instagram, I, I went to go pull up Alexis Texas, but that wasn't there, but it led me to white girl politicking. That's me. Did you take it from the song Kanye, Mercy, Big Sean? That's that... I did. White it's Big girl. Sean inspired. Yes. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that because of social media, we always, mm -hmm. you know, adult entertainer entertainers get sometimes red flagged immediately just mm. because my name and not be me posting anything crazy. 
So Alexis Texas was uh, deleted quickly. So I had to come up with something clever, and I thought it was a really good name. So I did white girl politicking, and mm-hmm. that's that here, Sarah Palin. And here we are. We st- <laughs> I believe that was the lyric. Can we read those politics? lyrics to the song? Yes, we can. Am I into politics? Yeah. You know, not like that. You okay. know what I mean? I have my opinions, but I'm not well, like. Shit, pull up yeah. Alexis White Girl Politicking's uh, Instagram, so we get a feel for what's going on. Six million on IG. She ain't no not, joke. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Hall of Fame right here. Uh, but it goes by White Girl Politic, an official, official Alexis Texas Instagram for business inquiries. Contact Fred Frenchie. Yes. What happens when you contact him? That business contact. I mean, right I'm there. here right now. Bam. That's how we got him. You emailed <laughs> me and I didn't answer, but he did. <laughs> Thank you, Fred. So that link does uh, lead to somewhere. Let's pull up this song so people understand who Alexis is. Uh, if you're not familiar with the song Mercy by Big Sean, Big Sean's most famous song, I believe, went something yes. like, as, 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 as. I dance to that many nights. I bet you clubs. do. I Is that an inspiration of yours, that song? I mean, I had it and I shook it and it did its thing and it made Hell lots yeah. of money doing it. So, you know, <laughs> I can't be mad. We're going to talk about the money today as well. But let's get to this line. Now we out in Paris. Yeah, I'm Perrier and white girls politicking. That's Alexis, Texas. That's Alexis, Texas. <laughs> Forget about Sarah Palin. <laughs> Um, that's that Californication. So, um, that's a little bit background for Alexis. Thank you for sharing that. So before we get into this deep conversation today, we're going to do this for about an hour and a half, hour 45. Hopefully you've used the restroom. If you drink too much, you can slide out for a second, a but hold time. it if you can. Well, it's a long time. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty, um, and discuss money and relationships, let's just start off with an easy question. Are you single, married, relationship? What's your relationship status? Who says that's an easy question? Oh. <laughs> I am single. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, single. That's really as dry as it can be. There's nothing happening out really? there. Dating is not always easy for someone who's been in the adult entertainment business, mm-hmm. even though I haven't shot any like adult content really like that um, in over five years for like, a really? company. I shoot my own stuff for my own OnlyFans, but I don't shoot with other partners. I just shoot with myself only. Okay. Um, but I think it's just the stigma. I think people are intimidated because I am an alpha female. And sometimes, you know, it takes a strong individual mm. to break those walls down. And some people aren't always up for the challenge. And I'm okay with that because that means they're not meant for me. So you consider yourself an alpha female? 1,010%. 1,010%. Yeah. Do you consider yourself an alpha female? No. No, not at all. No. So we're going to get into what an alpha female is. And what is a more of a feminine female? Is that what's the opposite of an alpha female? Yeah, feminine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but you're also pretty feminine. I am. I think you have to have masculine and feminine. I think everybody has those two regard, you know, just in general mm. um, yeah, to coexist. But I think that my, my masculine comes out a little bit more sometimes because of even my persona of who I am and how I have to move for business or whatever. In my personal life, I'm more feminine. Um, as far as the energy that I give off, hmm. um, it just depends. So we're going to talk about that. Before we before we move on to that, let's stay on the relationship status. You said that you're single. single. Single, ready um, to mingle. Single, ready to mingle. I, I assume that you have no uh, shortage of suitors out there hollering, sliding in DMs, approaching. I don't really look at my DMs. Uh, I don't really feel like there's anyone knocking down my door. Really? I'm like, I don't know what this says about Well, me. let's help Alexis out. Alexis, what is, is your like ideal man? Trip? My ideal man. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a strong, confident, independent man that's not afraid to have somebody like myself be uh, an individual uh, myself, but also a partner. Mm-hmm. I think it takes, I know, um, a strong person to allow people to con- continue to grow whoever you are as a person individually and, and together. 
I think so, that people kind of stop. Sometimes when you get in relationships, it's just unit. It's like a unit. And I think mm-hmm. that people sometimes stop and forget who they are. And then they stop and they just grow as a relationship. And then at the end, sometimes it not always works out. So for me, I feel like it's really po- it's for me in my personal life. I need someone that's going to allow me to flourish. And if it's creatively or whatever, and to be mm-hmm. uh, my biggest supporter, but also be there to reel me in at times as well. So let's talk about reeling you in. So um, you said that you, the first word you said is I want a strong man. Yeah, you did say that. Um, but you're also a, a self-proclaimed alpha female. So what happens if this strong man, hypothetical question here, if this strong man says, take a back seat, Miss Alpha Female. You're I want the feminine female. Next. Really? <laughs> yes. So you're saying because sorry. Because I do want an alpha male, yes. but an alpha male, male who's actually an alpha male is not mm. a f- intimidated by a woman trying to be who she is. Really? Because I don't think it's me trying to be domineering to a point where I'm controlling the relationship mm. or that person. I think it's just allowing me to be me without being put in a box or take a back seat. Taking back a seat to what? Like this is a, you know, we're standing together side by side, not one in front of the other. So your last relationship, if you if you don't mind, how long did it last? Uh, let's see. Well, <laughs> where do I start my last relationship? Um, I was in a relationship for two and a half years. OK. Was that an alpha male? He was. OK. Yeah. And what happened with that and why didn't that work out without getting all in the details? But if he was an alpha male, strong female, was he not on board? Yes, but I don't think I don't think that that's just the, the when you find that quality where you stop from there. There's other mm. things on the checklist. There's other things. There's other standards. There's other things that may seemed okay in the beginning, but mm-hmm. overall, things time things change, and so do people. And it's okay to change what you want from a relationship and then move accordingly. And I had to move accordingly, and it was no longer serving of me. So, therefore, you get cut off. Mm, respect. So, you, so you ended the relationship. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, let's incorporate Rebecca for a second. So you used to be more of an alpha female, right? Yes. You were working as a. I had in two New York? companies. Yeah. Okay. Two companies uh, raised some money, um, written in Huffington Post, whatever magazine um, available, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was an alpha. I was an alpha female, alpha dog, constantly hustling, constantly working. That was my life. Got it. But something changed. Yeah. Walk us through that. Um, so I realized, you know, as much as I accomplished in my career, I was in all of that stuff, raised money. All that stuff is great, right? All of that stuff is great. But then I would come home and no one's there. I would be perpetually single and I'd be asking myself, why am I single? Why am I alone? Why am I here? And so I had to do a lot of self-work and realize that my attitude, I was a competitive person in all, like that translated into all my relationships, my work relationships, my, um, my like family, familial relationships, mm-hmm. and also in my romantic relationships. And from there, I was like, okay, we have to make a change. If I don't make a change for myself, like clearly I've been doing this for 10 years and still single, still here, still like coming home alone. And so I really had to deep dive, take accountability, look at myself in the mirror and say, Mm -hmm. it's not these people that are the problem. Like you are the problem. You You are the issue here. And maybe we need to make a change so um if i'm understanding this correctly priority number one when you were more of a boss babe was was make money Mm -hmm. work 
and then you would get home and there'd be nobody there. Yeah. So you had to look in the mirror and say, I need to make a change, right? Yeah. So then you met your husband. You're married now. You have a yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so walk us through that process of becoming, you know, more of a feminine woman, housewife, mm-hmm. you know, going through that metamorphosis from the alpha female. Yeah. Walk us through that process. So I read a lot of Jordan Peterson and I think that helped me a mm. lot because when I was in the feminist like mindset, it was all blame everyone else for your issues. It's all everyone else's fault and I don't have to take accountability for any of my actions. I can just move the way that I move and everyone has to just move with me. And that's not realistic whatsoever. And so I did a lot of work. I opened myself up to a relationship to that you know i was instantly attracted to my husband mm-hmm. but hot uh, ass dude by the way <laughs> shout out to the hubby yeah shout out to james love you you're watching alexis don't 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 even go there relax <laughs> um and then um during during our um engagement process and dating um i learned how to be a wife and he learned how to be a husband through premarital counseling, extensive premarital counseling. And then, you know, we got married and now it's still like, I still have to work on myself Mm -hmm. constantly because I can catch myself slipping and saying things that, um, remind me of old Becca, the one that you don't want to (laughs) see. Really? Yeah. What questions do you have for her? Because I have a lot. And I, and I think that I don't, I don't disagree. Obviously it's your path. It's your journey and everybody has their own thing. And I too have done personal or self work and I understand those things, but I don't see the difference of stopping being a boss babe or whatever, however you want to like make it. And then that there has to be two different sides. I think that it's where you are in your life and being open up to things. And I think that that Mm -hmm. we programmed as like, as how we programmed as we, when we were children and what we saw growing up Mm -hmm. is how we end up in being an adults. So it's like, until you allow yourself to take accountability and have like, see your needs and what your wants really are. And you could have both, but you have to be communicated about those things and honest because everything, even daily work, it takes every day. You know, I've done self work the last year, but it's still, it's an ongoing process from everything from relationships to not, but I don't think it needs to be one or the other Well, that's for me the, personally. That's the question that I want to get to the heart of is because yeah. can you be both? Like here we have maybe what is considered two polar opposites, boss, babe, making money, killing it hall of famer okay hall of famer and you former boss babe entrepreneur who's saying that ain't the life for me i mm-hmm. wanted to get married have kids be a housewife but being a boss babe and that yeah. sorry, married, but that could be how she operates her family how she's within her you know in your own comfortability level and that level because mm-hmm. you did the work part you did mm-hmm. those things that's what i'm saying i don't think that should be a difference but can you be both i don't think that you can be both successfully i think that you at one at a, a certain point one has to take over the other and because if i mean i think no your ego a- has to be lessened you have to understand the realist of certain things but a lot of for me i know the self-work i've done i have a big ego so when i'm mm-hmm. having a partner or whatever it's about what who's going to take me to lessen those those things to reel back on it i don't think that it needs to be linear i think it could be subjective to a degree because where I push back is, you know, you are a boss babe. You have a competitive nature. And the last relationship that you that you said that you have, he was an alpha. 
So if he was an alpha and he checked that box for you and he pushed you and he and you guys moved as like an alpha couple, then yes, I understand there are other reasons for why the relationship would fall apart. But um, if you already had an alpha, like where do you think how do how do you think that you're going to find someone that's going to top being an alpha for you? Because there's multiple alphas. There's different types of alphas. There's types of alphas that are in, you know, in different scenarios. There's some people who want you to take a back seat. Some people who want to empower you to be an alpha or just who you are as an individual. I don't think for me personally, I should have to lessen who I am or water down what really drives me and motivates me to mm-hmm. find a partner. And if that's the case, that's not for me. And, and the partner's not for right for me. What? I don't feel like it, like I need to be one or the other. What... Uh- like, what does water down mean? As far as, like, how you said, like, that's just, uh, I mean, doing things that you, like, I guess the analogy was, like, boss babe. Like, why don't mm-hmm. you feel that you're still a alpha or a boss babe or had to be less of or submissive person than being, quote, unquote, an alpha? Because I could be submissive in relationships as well. And I think alpha sometimes is misread sometimes as far as, like, it, it has to be my way. It's only this way, like, this, that, and the other, where... That's not how I am in operating relationships. That's how I am with business. But business and relationships are two totally different things. Yeah, but a lot of it bleeds into relationships. If you allow it to. But that's what I'm mm. saying. If you have your own boundaries and you have your own standards, then that doesn't have to be that situation. There's pretty there's successful people, who, women who still have careers and have successful marriages, have children and doing the same thing. I don't think it has to be limited to one or the other. I believe that that is the exception, not the rule. True. And that's why everybody's path is different. But I don't think that it has to like that's the end all be all. Let me ask you this. Do you you want to get married? I have been married. You have. Been. I've been divorced happily for eight years. OK. But I liked but being you were married. much younger. I was when married. You married. Yeah. Yes. But I, I liked being married. I was married to the wrong person. Um, I would if it happened for me, then yes, mm-hmm. I would. I don't I don't know. You, know Do you what want I mean? to have kids? I don't know. I don't take it off the table, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, you know, I'm 37 years old. Are I, you really? I am. I thought you were way younger. Okay. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but okay. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I did. That no. is a compliment, but, I guess. Uh, but you know what I mean? So for me, it's it's okay. not that I, you know, I've been a stepmom. I, there's different situations where you can be a mother as well and other things too. I just don't know what's for me because I don't have that person that I'm working mm-hmm. towards that goal with. I, I, so you're 37. Yes, sir. So I thought you were way younger. So my, my, my line of questioning is going to change now. Okay, Again, good. I thought you were way younger. But at 37, I mean, how feasible is it to even have kids at 37? It's feasible. It's pretty difficult. Do you have do you have your you're freezing your eggs? I will. You haven't done it yet? This year. That a girl. Yeah. Because you for do... me it's like I don't know, but I'm not gonna yeah. take it off the table. Got it. You know what I mean? So it's like maybe one day I will, and maybe mm-hmm. I'll never do anything with it at all. But I don't know. So therefore, because I'm in a place financially mm-hmm. that I can do that, okay. I will do that. But I don't feel like again, I I don't know yes or no. Like you would have asked yeah. me when I got married if I'm gonna stay with him forever. I said yes. So look at me now. You know what I mean? Things change. Not everything now. is permanent and you know what i mean got it so the um by the way this conversation about having kids when you're with like your let's just call it co-workers is this a common conversation like i don't know should we have kids i don't think i'm thinking about it like i mean there's I had not... this conversation with lisa mm-hmm. lisa ann she said no nah, the kids aren't for me i think she's was in her late 40s at the time now she's just not for her you're 37 the window's still potentially open that conversation that you have with your fellow actresses is there a, should we have kids should we not what's that conversation look like 
I mean, there's not like a boardroom meeting table where we're all discussing serious mm-hmm. topics like this. Everybody has their own individual lives, especially now with, you know, things like OnlyFans and stuff. Yeah. We rarely see But people. even individual conversations. You know I mean? I'm um, sure women have these conversations. My friends. Yes, yeah. it is. A, it's still a topic. I've, you know, multiple friends in the same situation and wanting to freeze their eggs, not knowing what they mm-hmm. want to do. Or if they've had a kid, they don't know if they want to have a second one in, in all different situations. Um, I mean, it's I think it's just a tip. I mean, it's a normal question to ask at any age. Yeah. You know? Um, maybe I guess being a little older, it's, you know, your time line is a little bit different, but I think nowadays with technology and surrogacy and all kinds of different things, there's different options that it doesn't have to be just the, the biblical way. But if you didn't have kids, would you be upset about that? No, I don't think so. I don't think I need, um, like my biggest thing, if I, I could have had, you know, a kid with my ex-husband if I wanted Mm -hmm. to, but for me, I didn't think it was the right scenario and situation in that point to have a child be entered in that lifestyle um so it wasn't for me um i actually have a question sure did you um i don't know when you started in the adult industry i was 21 21 okay when you entered into the adult industry did you think that your life was gonna change in that way like relationship wise and or was like did you want to have kids back then did you want to have a husband and all of that stuff like where was your mindset at that point? I think ideally, because from I'm from Texas, a small town, like the whole fairy tale life of what people think. Of course, you want to, you know, a husband, kids, all these things. At the time of getting into the industry, I didn't really know what that meant. I always say, like, I'm young, dumb, and full of cum. I didn't really understand what that <laughs> meant, but I enjoyed I've heard what men I did. say that. I've never heard a woman say that. You're welcome today. Welcome to female empowerment, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, but you know those those weren't you know everyone always like said in the beginning was like oh what are you gonna do when you're what, when your kids when you have kids or what are you gonna do with that and I was like well I would hope to believe that I would be a good enough parent to speak to my kids and communicate with them that this is it is but that porn doesn't define me it's just mm-hmm. a part of who I am it's not who my whole existence mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to stay on the kid thing too long but I'll ask you one more question about a kid if you did have kids fairy tale you meet a guy you have kids. Is that going to be a difficult conversation to have with your kids? Like, by the way, you I mean, might see some videos. every situation difficult from sex? Not as difficult as this one. But again. Like, by the way, you might see some videos of mommy that aren't exactly for you to see. Is that even, a, like, I, again, maybe not even yourself, but I assume this conversation happens in the adult film, film industry. Like, we had a conversation with Allie Ray, yes. big time OnlyFans girl, makes a ton of money. She happened to, she does it with her husband. Um, but she had to have an, as she said, sort of an awkward her conversation kids. with her kids, especially the younger one. I assume these types of conversations are are had in the adult industry, and they're not exactly the most pleasant conversations. I mean, I don't know because I haven't had one. But again, for me, I feel like because of the type of person I am, I'm very open and, and honest and like mm-hmm. communication. And I would think that I would t- teach my children to be the same way and mm-hmm. be open as long as I'm not hiding something. And obviously, age permitting of when they yeah. need to be. Um, let to know these details. I mean, I've had younger brothers, you know, growing up and I had to tell them, you know, certain things as well or they had questions, mm-hmm. but it's life. You know, everybody has the same cards growing, you know, everybody mm-hmm. has difficult situations or, or uh, topics that come up, maybe not personally attached to it, but your kids are going to watch porn. What are you going to talk about? Your kids are going to have to ask them. Maybe they saw something at their friend's house and they don't know what it is, but you're going to have to talk about it or you choose not to. And then your kids don't know and they assume what they want to. And then they have their own situation. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, the more communicative that you could be and more straight, like straight up, then the better the outcome to be. By the way, I respect what you're saying. You're owning it and it's communication is key. I think in any relationship, you know, communication to the point of over communicating is better than under communicating. But, you know, 
you said you had conversations with your younger brothers, mm -hmm. or I assume even parental figures, father, I assume. Yep, all of them. Was that an awkward conversation? I mean, of course, sex is always awkward to people. Like I said, you know, when I, when you have the birds and bees con, you know, mm -hmm. conversation, wasn't it awkward with your parents if you even had it? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, you know, you don't want to talk about <laughs> jacking off or fucking somebody and, you know, with your parents. It's weird. Mm -hmm. But it's also Yeah, but there's a difference between doing that normal. in private versus <laughs> hey, I but saw again, you. But how do you Great work, get to Alexis. That? Yeah, but why is no. your kid going to do that? That's a little awkward. No but one's going to do your that. Your brother or your or, But father. why would your brother? I'm not in some weird Dixon from Texas. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm fucking in some incestual type No, I've type spent time thing. in Texas. I'm not but, assuming that. No, but I'm just okay. saying so it's just like a conversation one and done. I didn't continuous this conversation. It was, "Hey, this is me. Yes, I've done it." Don't watch it. If you think if your friends are going to make fun of you, that's your problem. You grow your grown ass man. Figure mm -hmm. it out. One and done conversation. One and done. I, I actually really like that. about anymore. Like there's nothing that you need to beat a dead horse. By the way, I'm 100% with you guys. We're about to have a fucking awkward conversation. I assume it was pretty <laughs> awkward. Don't play no games that it wasn't awkward the first I, time. I just said every okay. situation like that's a little guys, awkward. Guys, we're about to first, have a really awkward conversation. <laughs> Sit down around the table. Here's what Alexis is doing. If you like it, I don't care. If you like whatever, don't like it, whatever. I'm out. There's the difficult conversation. Peace out. Is that I mean, that's not ideally exactly, but sure. But you, know, you said one and done. So that's why I'm, sure, I'm envisioning I mean, a one and it, done it, conversation it like that. When what, I that. What needed yeah. to be had. And like, you know okay. what I mean? I don't. And again, because you're, if you had, let's put your in scenario. If mm -hmm. your sister did porn. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, hey, I watched your porn. Disowned. What you, know what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, Disowned. You're not sitting there jerking She's off done. to her. You're what? like, hey, did you do this? Hey, my friends are telling me I saw you. Is yeah. this true? Is the type of situation. It wasn't like, why? Why did you do this? They don't need to know that. Mm. It's my life, my choices, my rights, my body. I'm with you. Um, you had a follow up for her on that? Yeah. Do you, when you date, is that something that pops up? Do they know? Because I'm so sorry. I had to look you up because for the record, Alexis, Rebecca had to look you up. For the record, I didn't have to look you up. I've seen your work. I didn't have to read the bio. Put it that way. Great job. Is that Jesus? Is that something that like people just know who you are? Not always. For me, I don't. I don't like to assume that people know who I am. If mm -hmm. I felt um, that you really didn't, or if I, because yeah, I think in conversation, I like I'm a people person, and I, I, I read off of energy, and so mm -hmm. I could tell like that they have no clue, or mm -hmm. they just think I'm an attractive female, or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, I usually will be like, here's my Instagram. If you want to get to talk to me, then here it is. So therefore, it's bam in your face. You clearly see. They're going to the see that is. Instagram, they're and, and they're going to be like, oh, yes, may I have your number? For please. me again. I'm not in a place in my life that I need to tolerate someone that doesn't tolerate what I did in my past. Again, mm -hmm. it doesn't define who I am. It is a part of who I am and I own it. Um, but I don't think that if that's a deal breaker, that's a deal breaker and that's okay. I have my deal breakers. So mm. I don't generally bring it up like, hey, you know, I was at Lexus, Texas and I've done over 500 films. Like, da -da -da. I don't because mm -hmm. I just think that that's it's time and place. Do you feel like it's often a deal breaker? No. For men? No, not at all. Really? Do you think men are more into it when they find out if they're not aware or they're like, oh. I don't really date very yeah. often. I, I, for me, I like why I related to what you said as far as like being an entrepreneur, being like a, yeah, you know, a businesswoman mm -hmm. and doing all these things. Mm -hmm. I did have really high walls up. I did. I've been in bad relationships. I've done all these things. And so I, I put myself into work and knowingly doing that, not knowing that I was putting up high walls and not letting people come in because I had such um, a presence of like, don't fuck with me. Even though I didn't think that at the time, but looking back and doing the work, I understand that. But it's also because I wasn't ready for 
a relationship because I needed to work on myself before mm-hmm. I could be a partner to anybody else. I love that. The, the, you mentioned deal breakers. You're saying mm-hmm. that it's not so much a deal breaker. When guys come up to you, what are your deal breakers for guys? <sighs> wow, where do we start? No, it's <laughs> um, like laundry list. You know, I don't. Walgreens like, receipt. I'm very open. My thing is, is I, I have to get like off the top. I don't have any like per se, like, the initial Alexis, conversation. There must be like the yo, initial conversation. too short, not enough money, no, not like, cool enough. No, like you must like, have some deal breakers. Come on, Alexis. Well, like, Alpha I think it's definitely but, one of them. But I mm-hmm. think that I think it comes later on with like I don't know. Like I don't I don't know. Well, maybe that's know. where you got to start, baby girl. You got to figure out what you're before you figure out what you're into. Figure out what you're not into. But that's also part of the work I've been doing. Is I. I ugh, I don't like saying this, but it's the truth, is that mm-hmm. I knew what I didn't like, but I didn't know how to implement that in my life. Such as what? So it's like standards and like what I wanted from a man mm-hmm. as far as what those boundaries were, what those like requirements kind of say, whatever. So I'm still working those things out. Hence, why I'm single. I say right now I'm in a life, I'm in a part of my life where I'm practice dating. Mm-hmm. And each time you find certain things that check the list and some of them don't. And you keep on you keep on moving on. Alexis, I've been messaged probably 10,000 times by young men that say that you're going to be on here and they ask if you're single. I said, I'll find out. There's a laundry list of men that are I'm out not, there okay, trying, say, trying you, to get you a just, referral. You, just, you just made my first deal breaker. No 20 year olds. I, do, I can't okay. deal. That's a deal You're breaker. not trying to be no, milfy. At for least, the, first of all, relax. <laughs> milfy? I don't have any children. We need to talk well, about this. I mean, you know. You're putting stereotypes on the age of women. I'm 37. Calm down. I don't have Children. Is that not? I'm just saying I don't have children. She's okay. a milf. I'll, I'll, She's I'll a milf. She that. has children. I have. So them. you have so to why have could, a kid. Why? To because be I'm 37. Should I be considered in a milf category? By the way, I did say milfy. I didn't say Does milf. Does that make it sexier? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, milfy. No, I didn't, it's just more ish, milfish. But I feel yes. like at least 30. Okay. Uh, because of the fact of you want a grown man, not a hot boy. And some twenty years, maybe it's just not for me. I also okay. have younger brothers who are in that age category, so they just look like all children to me. So that I guess, well, if you want right. to put one of those out there, we'll, we'll throw right. that we're, deal breaker. We're, we're figuring out what the deal breakers are. But you know, the young guys. I have content for you to watch, but unfortunately, <laughs> you will not oh see God. me in front of you. Um, okay, let's shift gears here a little bit. By the way, um, if you have questions. For Alexis, Texas, or for any of us, we'll be answering them at the end. If you do a super chat, we will be answering your questions at the end. The lovely Natalia Del Valle, if you don't believe that's her name, it's right on her cup on the screen. There it is. (laughs) She's looking for a dollar. Homeless vibes. (laughs) Please donate. Uh, But we'll be answering your questions. Is that okay, Natalia? Can we do that? Yes, but we need some good questions. We do need some good questions. Fire questions. And you're going to be monitoring And what my phone number is not one of them. No, we are not (laughs) going to be giving Alexis' phone number. Especially to you 20-year-olds out there. Fred. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Our Smart boy. Great callback. That's why Rebecca's here. You, I know you still That's have true. it. She still girl. got it. Um, but I do want to answer this question. You know, the, the term female empowerment, right? So um, I think the female empowerment has enabled women to make more money than ever. But, right? I mean, mm-hmm. women are working. They're, they're doing their thing. Just so we can quickly define this, what does female empowerment mean to you? Hmm. Female empowerment to me. Um, I just ownership of your own like individuality. And I feel like it's like coming in the grounds of like women uplifting women. I think Mm -hmm. that it's I feel like there's too many things that we have women have a target on our back. And I feel like more women need to support women. So I feel like it's just all around female women supporting women. There you go. But the problem with that, this is me just going off the cuff here. I feel like Women can be pretty catty. And I assume that you probably have women that hate on you. 
I do. And I think I've also been a woman who's been a hater at times as well. Really? But I think the evolution of how you, you know, evolve and you grow and you mm-hmm. learn things is that that's why I feel like there's needs to be more of a sisterhood of things mm-hmm. and not where it's like we're all competing against each other because I don't think we compete against anybody but yourself. I love that. So I feel like that's why I feel like it should be what, more uplifting with the community What changed women? from when Alexis was more competitive and catty and hater, as you said, to more, hey, let's work together, let's be a sisterhood? What changed? Um, I think over time, I think I had a, maybe a chip on my shoulder the fact that nobody ever taught me or showed me the way I did it all myself. I mm-hmm. you know, came from nothing. I've worked hard, you know, and I have all my accolades because I've done it myself. Um, so sometimes I was a bit envious or didn't know why I didn't do certain things, but it just wasn't set in stone for me. Whatever is you know, written for me is already in my path and is already going to happen, and I just have to trust in timing and let the... Let it play its course. All right. Rebecca, what does female empowerment mean to you? Um, who I used to be. Um, I used, And you want to know something? We are very similar in that because I also had a chip on my shoulder hmm. because I did it all myself, too. I started off not knowing anything about business, doing a lot of things, like doing a lot of research, literally had head in the computer just working 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 and the women in my life were the worst people around like female entrepreneurs together you put them in a group and it's like it's crabs in a bucket really competitive yeah everyone wants to get challenging one another uh, wants to raise more money than you wants to get the better deals wants to do this that and the third my mentors were also women and they didn't want me to see them to see me succeed as much as they did and so a lot of it is very much that it's like I would love for women to just hold like the thing is I want women to hold each other accountable in a way that's compassionate and empathetic like because I can empathize with you and your story but i can also in a sense say like hey like not me personally to you but i'm saying if i was your friend hey girl like maybe we need to make some changes and maybe we need to like i can walk down this path with you and because i've been there not the same way as you but i've been down a similar path right and so a lot of women instead of doing that they'll just like They'll say hi, like hi to your face, right, with a smile. And then behind the, your back, they're talking crap about you, um, putting your name down, all that stuff. And I believe that is called frenemies. Frenemies. I think frenemies. it's also important to know that it's like the community that you su- like surround yourself with. And mm-hmm. also, yes, there is work communities, but there's also those people that I've learned earlier, those people aren't your friends. There's very few people that I would consider friends in my industry. And yeah. that's for a reason. And not because I was jealous not because i was wanted them to do bad or they this or whatever it's because you don't get along with everybody and just because we work at the same thing doesn't mean we have to be friends and so Mm -hmm. for me i was very cautious about who i put my energy around Mm -hmm. um and those things because i saw that from the outside looking in and i didn't want that so when i started to feel those things in myself i didn't like that either Mm -hmm. so it's like i feel like that could be possible if there was no judgment but people are very judgy not just female it's whatever it's the judgment of it how you say like, oh, we can walk this path together. It's all in context of what you say, not how you, or it's how you say it, not what you say. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like if you're doing it in like a, 
up, you know, that you're doing is supportive and you're, you really care about what's, you know, going mm. on and not because you just saying it to say or whatever. Or to get a leg up exactly. or whatever. Then yeah. It means something where it's mm. like other people don't have that. But I also think that that comes with experience and time. You know, I mm. didn't really until maybe probably 33 up did I really like think about the other side of people. Not It was only like me, 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 me. And mm-hmm. so it was like, well, there's, I, I'm a Gemini. So it's like, I always see the best of like both sides of everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's until you really get that core Mm -hmm. can you really start to break down those barriers and a lot of people aren't really really to be accountable or even say that they're judging you Mm -hmm. i get judged all the time because i did sex five years ago on camera and i've done it for over 10 plus years but forever will ever people always know that alexis texas did porn Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but why does that make me a bad person no does it make me any less successful no does it make me gonna be if i had children a bad mom no but people are gonna put those stigmas because why i fuck somebody like you fuck someone all the time your husband why should that make you any different? It doesn't make somebody, you know, or maybe you don't. I don't know. That's true. She just know. had a baby. I can verify wow. that she just had a baby. But you know what I mean? So it's and like, I'm just when doing it comes basic to, math here. If we simple, and that's how that happens. Humanize Unless the stork showed up. PG-13 if we humanize vibes. people and we like call it a spade a spade, then we can get more to a connection mm-hmm. level and grow as women, as people, mm-hmm. as individuals, society, a community of all yeah. those things. Let me ask you, Alexis, I appreciate you being completely candid and, yeah. and you're owning things. And the, the, I, I learned from Jordan rare. Peterson. That's very rare. I've learned from Jordan Peterson. I've learned from Joe Rogan. I've learned from PBD. Fucking own it. Don't apologize. I There's nothing to apologize for. I I'm saying I'm in general. I'm unapologetically selfish right now in my life. And that doesn't mean that I uh, that there's not room for growth or up open things, but... Mm-hmm. Why do I have anything to shy like shy away from? It's my life. It's my story. I'm, you know, I'm probably the most vulnerable with my podcast that I've started. Mm-hmm. I've opened up and been allowed to be actually have a voice and not just like, oh, she did porn. Like, oh, you have thoughts, you have yeah. opinions, you have all these things, you have a voice. And so that to me has liberated me and made me feel more feminine and into my femininity to allow myself to be vulnerable in any setting. I don't know you guys. I just met you today, but yeah, it's my, but it's my yeah. truth. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and again, like I said in the beginning. We don't have to agree when we leave here or we can have similarities, but it doesn't make us any different as humans or yeah. people or that we can't have a drink after. You know what I mean? Any kind mm-hmm. of thing like that. Or a drink right like, now. True. By the way, I'm sipping on some champagne. You haven't had a drink since you've been here. Can, we, can I give you a cheer? <laughs> you can. Cheers to Thank you, Alexis you. Cheers. and Rebecca. Cheers and Natalia. I don't know what's going on in that cup right Cheers. there. It's champagne. Last question before you pull up <laughs> that CNN article. Who were more... Who hated more? Fellow um, adult actresses or just women... The casual women on the street or even, you know, viewers, if you will. Um, I don't know. You know, it's hard to tell. I will say um, at the time that I was in the industry, there was still like um, like store signings um, and things like that. And a lot of fans were women. You know, cha- porn changed a time where like more women were watching porn than men um, were more openly about it and not in like secretive mm-hmm. like ways. Um, so I don't really feel like I've gotten negative comments or or feedback from females just in general obviously mm-hmm. like online yes probably someone's boyfriend likes something or they found my porn that everyone says that i've broken up relationships that i've never even met these people but that's on you you're an adult i can't help what you search yeah. um and then in the industry itself i don't really listen to the chatter so i don't really know like i've just always just been doing my own thing and my own brand because but you don't listen to the chatter because it can be pretty catty is that why i just don't even know if it, for me it exists i'm sure it exists obviously but i just don't no one's gonna come up to me and tell me it no one's gonna, if it's because i'm intimidating or whatever the case may be no one has ever once said anything to me that. Maybe it's because you won uh, Best Butt in the Industry five times in a row. What Maybe. are they going to say? I'll sit on them. Who knows? Sit right on your face, buddy. <laughs> you. I'm talking to you. Yeah. You want some of that? She may. 
<laughs> act up. Let's pull up this article, by the way, <laughs> CNN. Uh, and because this is essentially at the crux of a lot of what we talk about here mm-hmm. is that, and this is an article from uh, a year or so ago, but it's even truer than ever. Basically, there are more single working women than ever, and that is changing the U.S. economy. Uh, if you scroll down a little bit, I believe... Um, there are more single women in the workforce than ever, and that's having a profound effect on the U.S. economy. Working women contribute to more than $7 trillion of America's economy. By 2030, here's the stat, guys. By 2030, 45% of working women aged 25 to 44, we're all in that category right now, uh, in the United States will be single. That has the largest share in history, according to research by Morgan Stanley, who's a very uh, knowledgeable bank, let's just call him that, Using uh, data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics in 2018, the single woman made up 41% of working women in the age range. So it's trending the wrong way. So this is a concern, I think, for the men, for women, mm-hmm. the economy, corporations, maybe for corporations, families. for families, for kids. You know, I, I, I say this story all the time. On my 40th birthday, this was a year ago, Friends came out to me, bro, Adam, you're 40, you look great, bro, you got money, you're doing your thing, you got a sick bar here, awesome. Hey, is that, I won't say her name here, is that so-and-so over there? Yeah, is she married? No. She got kid. No. Man, what happened to her? The point is this. They looked at me differently, being a single man, 40, than they did at our mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Let's just call her Laura. Um, Drink to that. Being, <laughs> but you're drinking to that because sometimes the truth is hard to swallow. Not talking about you. Uh, and I'm not even making a pun about hard to swallow. I'm just saying. <laughs> I say, I'm but... just saying that it's women out there. I think I would think a fear for women, especially approaching you know 40, is being unmarried and no kids. Is that a fear? Are these stats shocking? Did you fear know these stats? Fear is non-existent. Fear is something that you make up and is make believe. So I'm not a fearing. No. Do I think about things? Yeah. Do I? I don't. Well, fear is a thing. You can no. face everything. But and, it's something and that you run that or you what is make it? Face up. A- it's okay. not a real life thing. Like it's just not. But um, at least for me. Okay. So. So these stats don't, don't do anything to. No. I mean, I've lived my life the way I've seen fit. And mm-hmm. does that on the masses? Of course. Do I know it's going to affect certain things? Of course. But times have changed. Most people, I mean, who wants to have, I mean, some people don't want to have kids. That's okay. Some women don't want to get married. That's okay. Some men don't want to. What percentage of women, hypothetical question, I don't expect you to have an answer. What percentage of women want kids? No clue. Take a guess. You're a woman. What does that mean, though? Because I know I'm a woman that I have to know. If you had 10 friends sitting there, how many would want kids? In my friend group? Yeah, 10 friends. Probably three of them. Really? Yeah. Rebecca. What percentage of women want kids? If you oh have my 10. gosh, I don't. Oh, in my friend group, yeah, all ten. All ten. Because she's a mother of two, so her friend group and her community is different than ah, mine. I'm a single Natalia. female. Yes. Well, what, she's also a single female. What percentage of women want kids? Um, I would say a good like seventy percent of people. Okay, so I'm I'm a fan of the eighty twenty rule in yeah. anything. Yeah, I would say that eighty percent. By the way, I would say the same thing for men. I've got a couple of male friends that don't want kids, but for the most part, my male friends want kids. But you might have said something right there that I want to touch on. You said three out of ten, and you said, well, maybe women in my circle of friends are less prone to wanting kids and getting married than maybe someone in that. But I guess my question is, does that? Does that affect society at all? That less women are going to want kids? 
and they're going to be more focused on being a boss, making money, I mean, corporations. Are we overpopulated already? Like, why does no. it matter? According to the World I'm Health Organization. I mean, <laughs> like, according to the World no, Economic we're Forum. Not. But my thing is, is why should anybody for, be forced to do anything they don't want to do? Because then that leads to people who are giving their kids up, who are mm-hmm. not giving good upbringings and doing all these things because it's conditional. I don't. The, the thing that you just said is forced. I don't think anyone is forcing anything. I think an ideal world women would like to be married and have children in an, an ideal, ideal world, world of like what the fairy tale like there's a like someone's well, gonna sweep you off your feet that's not no, unrealistic. No, no 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 that's not i that's not what i'm talking about i'm saying like before we okay going to like for me i went to college right when i went to college of course like i thought I wanted to have kids and Me too. be married. But that's a that's something that happens because of our life decisions and, and your the consequences. Environment. Correct. But also it it like if you if you went back into the day and you said that Alexis that want that woman wanted kids and a and a husband. So you basically have to mold and shape your life to not have these things and not want these things because you you're saying that you don't want them i didn't say that i said i don't know i'm not taking them off the table for me where i'm at is that i'm not gonna put myself in any box and say yes i'm gonna have kids because what if i don't what if i can't what if i don't know i don't there's a lot of variables so for me is i don't live in an unrealistic world i live in the world that's realistic to me and what my standards and my beliefs and what works for me but do you feel like these things have shifted in your brain that you have to like rewire your brain to say I don't at this point in in time kids are iffy a husband is iffy no I get what you're saying I think that for me how I've changed my life is like do is my ideal in this thing where I thought before my college days wanted to be like a marriage wife this like world that people put you in whatever or is what I want to do next? It could be like everything's different. Like not everybody. Some people have common law marriages. Some people have multiple wives. Some mm-hmm. people have whatever. I don't know what fits for me mm-hmm. because I haven't found what that is. You have. You found a husband that you love. You have two children. One, it works. One. Or one child. Maybe, maybe you're predicting uh, a second. Maybe, maybe I'm sensing something with James. your water. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean. So for me, yes, did my what I need and want from like just life in general change over the years? Yeah, but. I was 21 then where I saw my parents they my mom got they got married at 17 and 18 years old they had three kids like it was what they did but mm-hmm. now they were divorced too like the stigma you know all these things that they didn't know what you wanted at 7 and 18 years old so True. why does that mean that they had to stay with that throughout life because you made that final decision and everything's like no so I don't live my life that way like I said I was married got divorced I don't not like being married, mm-hmm. but I also don't like not having a partner that is a partner. Did Did you end your marriage? I did. Okay. Why? Uh, I don't. You have, to, you don't have to. You don't have to get into the details of why, but it was there an overarching theme there. As far as what from the start to finish, or just why I left? Why you left? I mean, yeah. That's why I left. I mean, is it if it's a, no, a no, constant no. theme, like what and I and it wasn't serving of me, I would leave. You're saying that if if this were to happen again, you would leave. Like if 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 the man didn't if the man did not. It's not as black and white as that. OK, I get what you're saying, but it's not as black and white as that. Um, for me is. Uh, how can I put this? I guess me being married at 
23 or whatever mm-hmm. you for me i guess i can't say you um I thought things like I couldn't find someone who was going to accept what I did, what I did. And he was a performer as well. So there were things that Mm -hmm. I I settled and I because of those things. It wasn't that I wasn't in love with him and that I wasn't all those things. But I also thought that I had to do this thing because that was the only way that I was going to do it. So therefore the marriage, the marriage. okay, Mm -hmm. And therefore, knowing that I didn't really know the person because I thought I could fix him or I could do this or whatever. But over time, I lost myself and he and, and didn't. I, I lost myself so therefore it wasn't serving of me and it wasn't a healthy relationship so therefore he would have stayed 1010 percent. that's usually this that's usually the case though that the man will stay because he is happy because i'm a great catch and Who's i wasn't doing Alexis, and i wasn't Texas doing anything Rebecca? wrong and not to I'm be that like that. an egotistical thing but the thing was is i didn't do anything mind you Every, it takes two to tango with everything. Yeah, you know I was what I mean? Say, but I mean, as far as yeah. like the real reasons why I left, it uh-huh. was not my doing of why. The reasons why I had to protect myself and I had to be my, put myself at where I had to be feel safe, and that was not with him. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough yeah. um, let's let's get into the more of the topic of men now. We just address a lot of female empowerment, respect. I think we had a candid conversation. We're finding some common ground, some things you agree on, disagree on. Uh, agree upon. That's the liquor I uh, talking con. again. I was like, what's agree upon? <laughs> Should I take uh, over? <laughs> Holy moly! Uh, but it's, there's no doubt that traditional roles, um, masculine, feminine roles, have changed in society. No doubt. Uh, let's pull up this other story about um, uh, feminization of men. But before we get into that question, can men these days keep up with this newfound empowered woman? Are you are you finding that men have a hard time keeping up? I don't know. You you answer that question. I mean, <laughs> are you keeping up? I, I'm are doing you great. Keeping up? I'm good. I mean, but I mean, again, I are you are you sensing that you meet a lot of men and just they they're not on your level? Um, for me, I feel like again because the world's changed. I think and because of social media, easy access certain things. I feel mm-hmm. like people have lost like things come too easy from a swipe of a button to a touch or anything. You can have instant access to things. So instant gratification, I feel like, has watered down how men are really men in relationships for myself personally. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with the term the feminization of men? No. You're not? Well, let's look into that for a second. So here's an article out here that came out, uh, I believe last year, but it was called The Feminization of Men Cheats Women of Our Natural Desire to Admire Strong Men. You started the show off saying, I want a strong man. I want a strong man. So this article goes on and says, there's a reason behind this wave of unhappiness with women, the diminishing power of masculine strength right so when masculinity is taken away from manhood womanhood will suffer along with his death men are constantly presented as losers abusers and predators in so many instances of pop culture and therefore masculinity should be redefined like when harry styles insists that manly men wear dresses do we have that picture of that young man in a dress there he is so um have men become too feminine is something like this the new form of masculinity and is female empowerment uh, to blame? Um, I can't speak for anyone but myself. For me, it's like I the same way I said that how earlier how there's in a female in any person it's female and masculine. We have them mm-hmm. both in us. I think like how I said when you like to use the example of I wanted a strong man. A strong man to me maybe something's different to her, to her, whatever. For me, it's someone that can hold space and allow me to be who I am and also be their own individual. Be allowed to show their emotions, be you know, speak what they want and their feelings and like all those things. So for me, 
do I want my man to dress like that? No, but if that's how you express yourself, why not? I don't mm-hmm. think that men show, expressing themselves crying, showing emotion is too much or makes you less of a man. I think it makes you more of a man because you can be vulnerable and that you can show both sides because there is both sides. The people who don't nurture the other side comes out in different ways that sometimes are often negative. Have you ever had a man cry in front of you? 1,010%. Really? And were you turned on by that or Absolutely were you turned off? Not. You were turned on? I was turned off, but it was from okay. a different context. It wasn't like we Why? were sharing emotional things. It was the endings of things. Okay. So the man has cried in front of you and it was a turn off. Yeah, because he had done wrong and he was trying to cry to get out of his way. And like, that's not going to make my pussy wet. Dried up, guys. <laughs> um, it's but, about accountability. You yeah. know what I mean? But the thing is... is Showing emotion and having like those those moments and those intimate moments, if I shared mm-hmm. that with someone and they cried, that wouldn't bother me because it could be a beautiful thing. Okay. Context. Would you rather and have context. more would you rather have more of like a macho man or more of a sensitive Harry Styles type of man? I need both. If you you need both. So you want your big strong man to, to cry sh- occasionally? Yeah. Why That'd not? be a turn on. I'm yeah. But the I other guy hear, was I a turn on. Who? <laughs> You said the guy cried and it was turn off. Yeah, because he was crying to get out of his way like a child. It wasn't something that you're showing me something emotionally that we're sharing and experiencing something and you're telling me your truth. Mm -hmm. He fucked up, thought crying is going to get out of your way like it's a thing. Like that's not Didn't work, buddy. Didn't work. So, so what? Give me a. I'm just. But crying in general yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna be whatever. It's it's again context is everything. Let's just play a game here for a second. Let's have fun. I'll for give a you sec. an example. Yeah, let's get to that. Give Hold me on. Your example, Hold on, real quick. <laughs> Alexis, give me the perfect scenario where this big, strong, masculine man cries and is sensitive in front of you. Make up a scenario here. Big, strong man crying in front of you where it's a turn on. Maybe we're sharing a story about our past and it's something that we connect on emotionally and it's mm-hmm. something that you were too afraid to tell anybody else but you're sharing your deepest, darkest secrets with me and it makes you brings you to a point where you get that emotional that A, you can share with me but you're releasing something that you needed to release in a safe space. Okay, fair enough. That'd be a turn on though. Yes. Okay, there it is. You, <laughs> you want to add on to this? Yeah. yeah please um, do. So my husband, sorry James, oh, you, well there's a video of it so... He cried on our wedding day, me walking down the aisle. He was, you know, his, he was just a very emotional mm-hmm. about it. And that to me is a beautiful moment where you Facts. can, you know, share in that I was crying, he was crying, we were all crying, like everyone. But I have maybe seen my husband cry twice since we've been together. Mm-hmm. And if my and this is something that he talks about as well if i if he expressed to me every time he was upset and sad and vulnerable and whatever he's like that would turn you off like i and to me i look at that and i say yeah absolutely because i don't want to hear about your like i do want to hear about your problems but he has to work it out and then he can come and talk to me so are you allowed to cry to him Yes, but women express themselves differently than men. Mm-hmm. But why should it be like be a sexist thing? Why should it be? It is why not, can't it, it be female? Why does it have to be that way? I get to the point. It's not, it's not like you're whining and doing whatever. But if you can't communicate with your partner about emotional things, and no one's saying I want you to boohoo cry every fucking day, but at the same time too, if I can't connect with you on an emotional level, for me, it's not it. 
But women are also but, emotional creatures. You guys do have your period every oh month. Oh, God. And that's not true? <laughs> well, it's, it's true, but why are you going to be... It's oh, biology. Because if, uh, you go through your period, biology, you're going to go through I'm some emotional mood swings. Jesus. Can no, we get some, some more champagne? God damn it over here. Let's watch more champagne. Get in more champagne. This this is this is biological. Men just don't have the same capacity because to they were cry. allowed, but they've also haven't allowed to for like because of this whole stigma of, of what's going. To. But the whole thing of people saying that is the feminist people making people not being allowed to cry. Like it's the same thing. It's because you're told not to do that as a man. You're not supposed to cry. Men don't cry. You're too strong. Mm-hmm. Do this. Do that. Why? Most people are emotional on both sides. Why should I be limited from whoever sex that I have? Like, why does it matter? But I'm saying... Like, you're like putting bi- people in a box. That's no, silly no, no, to no, me. No, 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 no. Biologically, men... Like, endocrinology, uh, all of the... Like, literally, your hormones do not allow men to cry in those situations. We're looking at the same movie, right? And I'm cry- I'm weeping, and my husband's looking at me like, what the heck is wrong with this girl? He doesn't feel the same. He doesn't feel the same emotion. He doesn't feel the same thing. We're watching the same exact thing. We're sharing in the same exact story, right? I'm here with him. He's being vulnerable with me. But that has me. nothing to do with you, in, like y'all's personal things. I'm talking about personal level. When you're talking about personal emotion, if he's not allowed to express his his, his upset, whatever, then where does he express it to? How does he release? With How does men, he have those things with other men? Okay, he, maybe that works for it, you. That doesn't work for me. Well, no, I'm saying in general, men rely on other men for mentorship and brotherhood in order to express themselves because if if a man comes to a woman she's not going to feel first of all she's not going to feel safe and safety is one safe and security are the number one things that women need if my husband is talking about i'm not going to have money tomorrow and like blah 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 i'm going to be like oh crap like i have to figure it out and that's not our space to do that like as women I'm supposed to stay in the safety of my husband. But aren't y'all equals? Why does it have to it's be all on equal. him? Why it's not? I don't want to be in a relationship that's not equal. That's be, me. That, well, and again, that can work for you and whatever. Do you want to be the... Um, I don't need to be the, the breadwinner. I don't need to be that. But I think that those conversations are conversations that relationships A should have because you shouldn't have to be worried about anything. It doesn't have to be... And again, context. I'm not wanting you to be like, oh my God, the world's going to end. I don't know what to do. <laughs> da, 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 da. But there's a plan. There's a plan in action for everything. And it's, it's this delivery of how you do it. But if my partner's not sharing with me what's going on, I don't want to be with someone who cannot speak to me on every level. Well, you- that, that's exactly what I'm explaining to you. He consults with his with his uh, brothers. And I think that's important. His, and then he says, okay, now I have a plan because I was in a place where I couldn't... Uh, I couldn't get to this certain level or we weren't of understanding of what no no we weren't making money so now I have to I consulted my my group of brothers my mentors right and now I have a plan of action and now I'm going to express that to you but men process things very differently than women and that's not fair to say to a man too like oh I need you to cry but do you not talk to your girlfriends first before you talk to your husband about something you're crying about no I talk to my husband before maybe you should talk to your girlfriends first too you know, it could be good for uh, I will say most women, I don't speak to my single friends about marital problems. I didn't say that. But you have your friend group of that's in your community that works for that core. If it's people who have kids, married, whatever. But this it could, it could go both ways. I don't think, again, mm. it's very, like, for me, it's like you're making it like it has to be this way. No, that I'm is not, not saying, how it is. I'm not saying that it has to be that way. I'm saying that it works better like for just, you no the statistics not everybody for you the statistics say that look at what we're seeing here okay i don't that doesn't mean that this affects me 
the data the data is different than what you like you're saying that you would maybe not this you don't want this but you would like a man to cry and then a man cries in front of you and you're not wet like that's, because my ex-husband was a piece of shit and i didn't want to fucking be with him so he was crying so i didn't want that didn't make me wet somebody else who's sharing something who's an intimate thing where it's a passionate thing that we're on the same level has that happened it's a something yes it has and that it's fine but that's not the same scenario that's why i said context okay. context right. is everything well ladies um i love the spirit of debate natalia <laughs> did you want to weigh in on this or can i go on to the um, next question go ahead. Here? You're good. all right um you brought up the term breadwinner so let's talk money for a second here um are you typically the breadwinner in your relationship? No. You're not? No. So you only date guys that are wealthier than you? Uh, it's been the same or above from the, my last relationships, Okay. Yes. Would you ever date a guy that makes way less than you? I wouldn't be opposed to it. I don't... You money, would. Money doesn't... If I like an individual, money isn't going to thrive. Like, it doesn't make it any more enticing of a situation. Not at all? No. Really? Um, Do you think that... Does that do you think that makes them a little like less in that alpha yes category i think for men that's a big problem is that they're intimidated off the bat because of who i am and i think that there's a lot of assumptions to things as well mm-hmm. um but again a conversation is everything these days if you met a really wealthy guy nice guy great guy gentleman and he's like listen baby no more working you're gonna be you're gonna be my housewife you're gonna stay home you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna look good you're gonna cook you're gonna clean do all the housewife type stuff you know, you can still have your passions and your hobbies, but you're now going to be taken care <laughs> she of. Said Miss Alexis. No. You're going to have a good life. Okay. You're going to stay home. You're going to take care of the family. Do okay. you want to? Are you in or are you in? So it depends on the situation. If I was in love with this person and I mm-hmm. like saw like growth or whatever, I don't plan, you know, in my, I'm an entrepreneur. But mm-hmm. again, I was in the adult entertainment yeah. for 10 plus years. I have a podcast that's very successful. Yeah. I have other branding things that are under my belt, you know, and so, the, you know, I'm a working woman. But he's going to say to For you, Alexis, me, listen, I respect everything you've done in the past. We have, no, I have no issue with that. But now you're with me. You're in my world. You're living in my house, my beautiful house. You're going to drive one of my amazing supercars. No. We're going to have kids. You're, you're addressing this. I'm just saying, this is what, like, if you wanted, like, a guy, like a breadwinner type of guy compared to what you make, because... You've got some money. I've Googled your net worth. It's upwards of $3 million. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. By the way, you're nodding. It's pretty accurate. However. <laughs> I didn't say um, anything. <laughs> you gave me one of those. Mm-hmm <laughs> She's giving the impact. <laughs> but, we, we can feel you. Yeah. We can but, feel you. However. I love how we're it, having this on the screen right now. Yeah. But however, if the man said, listen, babe, I got you now. Whatever, the right there's no more working. Okay, in the right there's situation. There's no more shooting content. If I was in love with no the more, man. If yes. I was in love with the man and in the right situation and I saw a future mm-hmm. with this person to have a family and do all those things in the right situation. Yes, I would do those things. You would. Because I would compromise to enough to make us be a okay. unit. I am not there yet so right. when you say things like that and when you put those things it's very triggering because of the way that you say it it's like the man's dictating everything i do i'm about a partnership i mm-hmm. need a partner i don't need a hierarchy i don't need someone to do that for me that yeah. it doesn't work for me so if a partner were to be as forward and saying those mm-hmm. things and it wasn't and we weren't in that level of whatever i would be absolutely not what was because for about me that, it's because what well you? you're not doing this yeah. you're not doing this you're not do- you're telling me rules you're not giving me options you're telling me your rules and we're a partnership you options gotcha we're a partnership well we're if not- the man was like listen i understand who you've been but now we're about to start a family i want you to be the lady of the house you have the option 
to live your best life, take care of the house. I'm the breadwinner. There's no more shooting more content. There's no more adult film. There's no more OnlyFans. You're going to be a good housewife and a good mother and a good wife. Is that like... Is that something that triggers you? Can I add to that, that conversation? Please. Can I yes. add to please, this, please? Of course, okay. Rebecca. From the housewife. Because what did I sign myself up for? God, no, <laughs> these are good. These are great colors. Alexis, you are gonna you're gonna find the man of your dreams. Yeah, Alexis after this. is gonna she be will. drunk after this. I need she... more champagne for that. Definitely not drunk. I'm not... <laughs> Garcon, more champagne for Alexis. But here's the thing. I think that uh, especially stay at home wives, stay at home uh, moms get a bad rep. Because we, you think that like all we're doing is just sitting at home doing nothing. Or and we, I know that not, that's not, not the you, truth. Not you yeah. in particular. I'm saying men in general. Like, it's this idea. It's like, oh, she's just lounging, like blah, blah, blah. She's getting no, her no, nails no. done every day. She's getting this, that, yeah. I, so I do YouTube. I'm, uh, I do YouTube part time, right? Mm-hmm. I have a channel. It's fairly successful. I also do uh, options trading. My husband funds my options trading. But you're being allowed, exactly. however word exactly. you want to say, to have something of your own. Mm-hmm. For me to say, Correct. like, again, it's those things of, like, you have to just, like, that's the part I don't like because I'm a businesswoman and I'm an entrepreneur. So that'll never leave my body, regardless of what it here. does. Exactly. Okay. We're, and that's the same here. Like, I have to feel creative. But, however, the 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 difference is, is that my family comes first and then everything else. For sure. And that's how I think that at, that's, to me, that's not stifling myself. That's not putting And I don't myself- think so either. And that's why I say, in the if I was, if I felt passionate about my partner enough to be like that, and I was in, we had a conversation Correct. about, hey, like, I don't want you doing this, but, you know, I don't care if you want to do your own thing, da 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 whatever it podcast, is. And blah, things blah, that blah. are, like, exactly. Then that works. But for me to be told that I have to stay at home and I have to do these, that doesn't, that's the triggering part is because I don't think that in any relationship, the rules and the have-tos and mm-hmm. whatever, it's it should be a community, like, what you talk about in compromise. And if what you said is, like, for you to be a better ma- a mom and a housewife and all these, you know, a, a wife is for you to be creative yeah, for well, you I'm to here. be you, you know what i mean there's those things and yeah. that's what drives you you know yeah. it may not be the companies and whatever before but mm-hmm. this is who your new you yeah. and that's why for me is i'm not opposed to that mm-hmm. but i don't have that option in my face right now so for me is like that's why i would want a partner to be on board with you're not telling me what to do as far as like no like stay at home do this do that here's your money like that doesn't work for me. It's Alexis Texas will not be told what to do. Nah, I'm a rebel without Chop a cause. Chop that up. But would I mean, you be opposed to maybe like uh, making changes? Facts. And that's a, a, a lighter way mm-hmm. of saying things or whatever. Because I don't think that in some things, my way is the right way in everything. It works mm-hmm. for me right now in my life because yeah. I'm a single mm-hmm. female. Right. But I know that if I wanted to get to the level where being married and having kids, there has to be changes. But mm-hmm. for me, there's no one in my life that's making me want to do those changes. So therefore, mm-hmm. hard no. Do you think Got the it. changes would be harder to make now yeah, based on your say. past? No. Versus maybe at the beginning before you made certain decisions? I don't think so. Only because of I do things on the like of what feels good for me. Mm-hmm. So if that's really something like the change I want to do, it would have to be a big decision of me wanting to do this with this person and seeing where that goes and all those things. And don't get me wrong. I stopped. I've stopped the uh, the industry for a partner before in the past, you know, and you know, things like that. And nobody knew it wasn't a big telling thing, but it was for me. It was what was right for my relationship at the time. And I, I, I supported that. 
and I did those things. So I've I've done both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rebecca, question for you. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is something that Alexis can learn from. Oh, not that we're here to educate her because she's killing it right now. Alexis, we're we're, we're loving. You I right love now. the accountability. I yeah, that's yeah. something Again, I, that I love. Well, for sure. I appreciate what, that. What my question to you, Rebecca, is because mm-hmm. we started this conversation with can you be both? Mm-hmm. And it, you're about balance. Don't tell me what to do. Options. Mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur, <laughs> but I do understand that I might need to have changes. What percentage of your time are you mm-hmm. delegating towards being more of the housewife mother it's the 80 20 20 rule yeah okay 80 percent of the time actually when i'm in it like when i'm with my baby when i'm with my husband it's a hundred percent i'm not thinking about work i'm not thinking about any i'm not thinking about content i'm not thinking you're locked in i'm in there right when i'm in online right when i'm talking to the camera yeah. i'm not thinking about like right now my husband yeah like i love you i love you james but sorry james it's not your time this is our time but, goonies vibes but it's our 20 percent yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but that's can, how i see how that's also how i look at polarity too because what okay. you're talking about masculine fem, fe, uh, feminine i we all have masculine and feminine traits however in women it's higher femininity and lower masculinity and it's the 80 20 rule applies there as well but i feel like women have been operating too much in their masculinity to where i believe that it takes a lot to get us to a point where it's like okay i can chill out like i can relax i agree with that but that also goes with like again your environment your programs past relationships all the like the scenarios of things like that because there is a time that even me being Alexis Texas and this like sexual like icon, I didn't feel feminine mm-hmm. at all. Like I couldn't express myself and it's because I didn't really understand what I was seeking or searching is because I really had to look within to mm-hmm. find the balance of the two mm-hmm. and to have this one come here and to mm-hmm. be like, you know what I mean? And, but again, I it's not a great trait sometimes, but I, I thrive and accelerate more in my masculinity. So for me, it's like sometimes that is a standoff for men. I am mm-hmm. single. There are obviously reasons and accountability of why I know that I haven't been attracting those partners because I also didn't know what those things were. But until mm-hmm. you find that balance mm-hmm. is when you could really be full heartedly open and be like, I'm ready for what's Alexis, next. Is that a switch you need to turn on and turn off? All right. Masculine time. Right no, now. it's just how How's I it operate. Work? It's because of the programs that I've been for the last 13 plus years in my business where I've mm-hmm. had to operate or I felt that I had to operate from those levels to get where I have been successfully. Mm-hmm. How feminine, like back up 21 years old, you said you started the industry. Mm-hmm. If there's a scale, like there's this masculine feminine scale, you seem to be a good balance of that. Um, what were you at 21 versus 37? I definitely was way more high femininity. So like because I was 80%, 90%, 100% feminine? 80-20. Okay, and now? You go with your role. Now... Uh, 60-40. 60-40 which direction? Masculine. Masculine. Okay, well, we got we to gotta get you to 50-50 at not, one point. Again, like I, mean, I said, like, it's all self-work and things take yeah. time and things take like active practice. You know okay. what I mean? Again, like I said, I I am rightfully single for a lot of reasons. Not just my own fault of doing things, but 
how I've attracted certain partners in the past that weren't fulfilling for me. So it's like you have to navigate the waters and it's not easy. There's not a book to it. Nobody taught me how to do anything, but you mm-hmm. just do what's right for you. Well, let, let's let's shift gears into this more of a topic of being a housewife or even some call it a trophy wife. Have you ever heard this terminology oh, before? Yeah, that's, I don't like that. I words. believe that <laughs> she's, I all she's getting words. triggered a lot. Oh, here. stop okay. it, Alexis. You've dealt with way worse than this. We're just having conversations. You're having fun. I'm not triggered to the point that I can't speak my mind. No, that's what I'm saying. Tell me if you're familiar with this girl. Do you know who Lana Rhodes is? I do. Okay, so here's a little quick, uh, quick clip. Shout out to Rich Cooper, Entrepreneurs and Cars. Yep, Rich. Don't get upset with us if we play this clip. We're giving you a shout out, bro. Rich, don't let's get play mad this at us. quick. Let us have your content. Lana Rhodes is a porn star. It's and Lana she's Rhodes. sitting here lecturing on what trophy wife training looks like with her two other friends. Oh, so please. all in all, a trophy wife is a high value woman in our eyes. She works on bettering herself every single day, whether it's physically, mentally, educating herself. She dresses for herself, not for other people. And she just loves herself and puts all her energy and effort into building herself. She talks about what trophy or wife training looks like from the perspective of hypergamy. She completely butchers what hypergamy is. They also talk throughout this cast about this term bad bitch. It's a real, real bad, bad bitch. Men don't care about <laughs> being around women that have bad attitudes. They don't want to be around, you know, miserable women that think that they're bad bitches. Why are they not showing, you know, women how to make a sandwich? It's just them talking about her past in porn, her giant notch camp, which she suspects guys should look away from. It's pretty gross if I'm being honest. Okay. So, turn- so Lana Rhodes, a uh, friend of yours? Uh, I'm, I wouldn't say for, I, I mean, I know her, I, mm-hmm. we're not friends. Would you, what are your thoughts on her concept of being a trophy wife and even a bad bitch and your thoughts on, hey, listen, nobody cares about you being a bad bitch and having think- a bad attitude, go make a sandwich. That was essentially the context of that clip. Well, why What's are you watching her podcast in the first place? Sorry, Rich, but like what? Like This is what whatever. he does. He, he watches the types of intersexual okay. dynamics. I I mean, I don't think what, what she said in the beginning part, I don't know what she said, the whole bad bitch thing other than mm-hmm. what he em- emulated kind of thing of her. I don't think what she's saying is wrong. I don't I don't know if the whole context of saying trophy right or trophy wife, whatever. What was she trying to say? That was the like the standards. I don't really into the context. Yeah, she's trying to say that that's what a that's trophy what it takes wife. To be one? Yes, like okay. that's the characteristics. Better that yourself. Be. I don't think what she's saying is wrong. I don't mm. know the whole rest of the context of certain things. You know what I mean? Like I said, the bad bitch thing. But I mean, the sandwich part's very sexist. Uh, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I think everybody has their own opinion. Like at the end of the day, as a, as a, everybody has their own opinion about what a trophy wife is. How triggering mm. the word trophy wife even says to me because that means that you're like up here on some pedestal. You you know you're doing all these things. Like I just don't like. The, is that would you not want to be put on a pedestal and be a trophy? I maybe that's uh, no. I wouldn't. I want to be on a pedestal, but I don't, like trophy wife. Like mm. what is that? You don't like really that terminology mean? right no, there. Like, if a, if your husband boyfriend was like, babe, I'm hungry. Would you make me a sandwich? One thousand and ten percent. You would do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting kind of hungry, by the way. <laughs> I'm not your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not twenty either. So that's I'm... true. We got to work on that. Um, if your husband asked you to make a sandwich, would you make him a sandwich? I always make him sandwiches. Oh, you cut off the crust? No, because he likes the crust. Okay. But that's the thing is, like, the whole yeah. thing is that she's saying is like she talked about like I feel like as as a woman the things that you do. I think mm-hmm. that that's part of being a woman in general, you know, and being a wife adds on. 
responsibilities if that's what your you know thing is if it's making a sandwich having yeah. the kids well, supporting what working roles or whatever it may be i just don't think it needs to be it's not like mm -hmm. that's not the end all be all de definition Ms. the Rebecca. problem that i have with that uh video is i've heard i heard myself more than any other word in it it was like myself 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 if you're mm. a trophy wife or a trophy uh mom right let's just add that your focus is not on yourself it's on but you're also looking at someone who's not a wife so therefore the context okay. is what her own opinion is is why i think is everybody's standards are different wherein yourself is you have a partner who you mm -hmm. include both of you mm -hmm. and those things where i feel like it's like well, okay she's not wrong all the way off but she's not a wife yeah and you have to better yourself like i better myself every single day but it's to serve my relationship and my family yeah. and that's the i think that's where there's issues with what she says because i've seen a couple clips about it too and it's like myself like i have to do everything for myself right and that's an issue that I feel is with is happening with women. It's all about the self. Whereas like in a relationship, we have to give. I give 150% of myself to my family and then I focus and then I see what I need to do for myself. Again, I'm not married. I can't and again that works for you. But again, like I don't think that it depends on where you want to like each individual is different. So some people have, may have to focus on themselves first to be the better partner, to be the better whatever, be to fulfill those things. You don't need that, and that could be fine. But some people, maybe like with myself, how I talked about me doing inner work for myself, mm -hmm. I personally had to like turn in because I'm like, okay, if I'm not, like certain ha something has to be accountable, right? Mm -hmm. Like obviously I'm the only one left standing here, so it's me. So it's like what what am I doing wrong or what am I doing whatever so until I got to the core of those real answers mm -hmm. was I really and before I was saying I wanted to date two years ago I wasn't really ready to date because I had such high walls because I couldn't serve myself any justice because I didn't know what was wrong internally mm -hmm. so therefore I would make a horrible partner because I couldn't really give you my whole being mm -hmm. So and some people and need that's to something be, that you have to do beforehand before you. But enter also a relationship. in relationships, yeah. I think that well. that's, you know, myself, when I was married, I lost who I was as a person because I was bettering him. It was all about him. It wasn't now again, it wasn't the us. It was him. So mm -hmm. that's wrong as well, too. Mm -hmm. It's to figuring out the balance of what works for you is why I always say, like, what works for you may not work for me. What works for you mm -hmm. may not work for, you know, vice versa this whole idea of like what's supposed to be like you're supposed to have married and 2.5 kids or whatever it's unrealistic not everybody does those things not everybody goes in, into relationships the same some people don't stay in relationships the right. same mm -hmm. and it's just i feel like people are too judgy of what a dictative what a trophy wife is or what we're supposed to do like let people be people let people live their own life like why does it have to be so stigmatized of like oh she said something bad the girl's not even married she yeah. just had a baby. She just had a whatever. Like she knew on her podcast, like she moved, mm -hmm. she doesn't know how to talk to people certain times or like words how to say like it's growth. Like as long as there's room for growth and accountability. Mm -hmm. And I agree. Then I feel like good for you. I, I agree. But in the, the where I have pushback is where we have been letting people do like people do whatever they want to do. If like I don't dictate whatever, like whatever you want to do, you I don't care. Mm -hmm. But you have a judgment about it. I have an opinion about it. Okay. And 
but the thing you is, you don't think that's a, slightly a judgment though, from your point of view, because it's different sure, for you. Sure, it could be a judgment, right? But I don't believe that judgment is necessarily a bad thing. I didn't either. say that. And well, I'm glad that that's the case. And so, but I think that statistically, and if we look at the collective group because the problem is is that we're always talking about the individual when you look at the collective group women are becoming more depressed statistically okay depression is two to one for men or for women than it is for men really but is that because women are actually seeking help and men aren't getting statistically spoken about because we're not allowed to cry and we're not allowed to do all these things no because women have been taking on more in society look at how we like as as feminism has shifted and changed, women are doing more and more and more and more and more and more and more. And to the point where like, for me in my personal life, I got to a, a, a wall myself that I was like, damn, I've done all of this stuff. I've done everything that I wanted to do and I'm still single and I'm still like lonely and upset. Like this, you would think that I would have like the pinnacle husband at that point, when mm-hmm. my career was at the at the forefront and I was at the top, right? You would think, oh, she's gonna find this like awesome husband that's gonna be a like power couple, and that's just like. But why? But that's my thing is, but why? But why should we expect that? That's what. That's literally what we've told women. Rebecca, who's we? Uh, yeah, who told? Like who? Media. Like, the thing is, like, media but that's the society. problem. Is because you're living for the media and society. I don't live for those yeah. things. So I live. But for people the, do. Okay. Well, that's Rebecca, those people. I did age? porn. You think most people do porn? No. No. I, but more women are getting into porn now. Why? Because, because you're self-liberated. Because you're you're financially independent. You have no one telling you all these things. You're mm-hmm. if you're um, people. Let's be honest. I've been in, I was important for a long time. People would talk shit about me, all kinds of things, women from the outside looking in, all kinds of stuff. They were doing worse stuff than I was. I was just honest about it and doing it up front and in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. But why am I any looked about worse because I'm honest about it? It's the same thing. It's just like what works for me and my sexuality was great. I have no qualms. I have no reservations. I have no regrets. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. someone else may. One of these only fan girls may be cool for it for two months because she makes good money. And then she realizes, hey, this is a long term thing. And it's actually work. It's not just free money. It's mm-hmm. work. So it's like it's all what you put into it yeah. and and you get out of it what you put into it. Rebecca, how old were you when you had this epiphany that it's things weren't 28. working? At, you were 28. OK, yeah. so I think ultimately what we're establishing here is this like, look, you've created your own rules. You you're you're you want choices. You want options. Respect. 100 percent. For most women, like we discussed earlier, let's say 80% mm-hmm. want to have kids, want to get married. So at some point, a woman, let's say at age 28, if they're working, if they're a boss, they're a female, has to say, you know what? I want to get married. I want to have kids. I need to be able to, in order to do that, I need to shift my focus and, and change my priorities. Mm-hmm. Now, if the answer, kind of like Alexis, who got married earlier and, and wanted to focus on her career, respect, do that. And she's cool with that. She's 37. She's worth millions. She's good with that. But for most women, they're not making millions. Most yeah. women, most people make 50, 60 grand a year. Most women and are working jobs. Most women are career. working jobs. My job is fast. a job. I work hard hours. <laughs> I set my own hours, but, but I'm still it's still a job. You yeah, can't no, no. say that it's but not. But most no, women, I'm saying career. It's different than a career as a job. But I mean, it's both. Yeah, but for most women, they're going to have to look in the mirror at some point, let's say at age 30, and say, what do you want? And if the answer is 
getting married and having kids, you're going to have to change your focus. You're going to have to shift. At, you're eventually going to have to shift because if you've been doing this for 10 plus years, mm-hmm. a decade, the same thing, that's insanity. You think you're expecting a different result with the that's same... That's if you want to get married and have kids. Correct. Okay, so give advice to the women out there. What does it? Do you stop paying attention to your work? Do it's you not, quit your job? No. Do you just start spending all your time dating? What do you, you actually have, have to do? You actually have to invest time into dating. I think a lot of women think that it's just going to pop up in front of their door, like mm-hmm. the UPS guy or the FedEx guy. Like, sorry, no, I'm Am- knocking on your door. Yeah, you like, gotta go mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, and you can't. And we have to work on ourselves in that in that point in time, right? You see women letting themselves go, expecting men to to say that this is acceptable that they mm-hmm. want this and i i think that a lot of women have to come to the realization that in order to get the man that you want you have to put effort mm-hmm. into doing that you're talking about time allocation time allocation yeah okay, the so same like if amount of if time exactly if you're grinding if you're hustling if you're working you're yeah. on 15 hour days yeah you need to cut back maybe you say hey look I'm going to burn myself out like this. Let me mm-hmm. just get a job. I work eight, 10 hours a day and spend another five hours a day focused on more familial type Swiping things. Swiping right on Tinder. Yeah. And I don't, I don't are think that... Are you on Tinder? Fuck no. I don't you think not, that's Are you good. on any dating I apps? I don't think I can. I'm allowed yeah. to be. I think okay. people would think I was catfished. Like, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think the dating apps is where it is. I think these things have to be in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, for me personally, like, not only because of, like, who I am was why I couldn't really be on dating apps because they would think they're catfish, but I yeah. am very old school. Like, I like the meeting somebody by chance or through mm-hmm. friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I need the interaction from someone and not that, like, oh, you Googled all my shit about me before I get here. Like, it's right. an interview or and things like that. I like the... Um, I'm about energy. I'm about like good, like good vibes, all those things. So it's like it has to be a, a personal connection with me in mm-hmm. person. Yeah, I, mean, I like that old in school R and B love. You know, I need that slow love. R and B, okay. You know it. Um, we got a couple more topics here before we wrap up. So let's just kind of power through these things. Are you familiar with Charlie Sheen, the actor? Yeah, I've heard of him. That's okay. Um, you know, he used to date a couple porn stars. I heard that. Brie Olson, I believe, was one of them. I, I don't know the that. other one. Do you know? No clue. I remember he was one of his his vixens, but. Uh, now he's uh, getting into a lot of heat with his wife or ex-wife, Denise Richards. Remember her from mm-hmm. um, multiple movies. Um, but apparently here's the story. And I want to get your thoughts on the other side of this. So Charlie Sheen blames his ex-wife, Denise Richards, after his daughter joins OnlyFans and says, quote unquote, it's because she's living with her mother. <laughs> Charlie Sheen isn't happy that his daughter, her name is Sammy, signed up for OnlyFans. She's 18 years old, by the way. She's 18. And now lives with her mother. This did not occur under my roof. By the way, Charlie Sheen was a human wrecking ball. What was he uh, winning? That was he's known for. Um, he said, I do not condone this, but since I'm unable to prevent it, I urge her to keep it classy, creative, and not sacrifice her integrity. Um, he goes on to say, Denise seemingly claps back saying, this is now Denise saying, Sammy's 18, and this decision wasn't based on whose house she lives in. She, however, remains supportive of her daughter. All I want, all I can do as a parent is guide her and trust her judgment, but she makes her own choices. So you got um, Charlie Sheen, famous actor, Denise Richards, famous actress, daughter, 18, Sammy, doing OnlyFans, lovely girl. Um, but he says that he does not want her sacrificing her integrity. If you could speak to Charlie Sheen, who made this quote, is doing OnlyFans or know, this type of adult work sacrificing 
your integrity. Do we know this is actually a quote? This is actually the quote, yes. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of media stuff that isn't real. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. This is a real story. know that he's actually saying yes. I know that it's a real story. Yes. I've seen this already. He, but I'm no, saying, do we said, know that he actually said this? He said, I urged her to keep a classy creative and not sacrifice her integrity. So do you think she's sacrificing her integrity by so doing this? So this is what I have to say. So mm-hmm. he's not wrong in being a father and saying all those things. The problem that I have is that, and just with anything, and if I was a parent, I don't know if I would defer or defer what he would say, mm-hmm. but... OnlyFans isn't only a sexual platform. The adult entertainment made that platform what it was and it was popular before the pandemic. When mm-hmm. the pandemic started, it gave other people an avenue to create money to be content creators. So there's people on there that do workout videos, cooking videos, all kinds of things. Like pictures like that picture she that was on there, she mm-hmm. has that on Instagram, I'm sure. That's something that people every day, she's not showing anything or whatever. So if you're selling that already on Instagram and you can make money off of it, why not? Mm-hmm. I think OnlyFans gets a bad rep because there's adult entertainment on it. Again, on my side, I'm not doing sex scenes with other people. Like I'm doing other things. There's a way different avenues and mm-hmm. things that I feel like people kind of misinterpret really what OnlyFans is. It's a platform for creators to create whatever kind of lane you want to. If I was a per, you know, like in the situation where that was my daughter, mm-hmm. obviously I'm gonna have reservations because you don't know what's on it and you don't want to go on it and see what's on it because you don't know what she's doing. So yeah. I think his quote is is correct. If you had a younger sister, 18 years old, let's say, and she said, "Hey, Alexis, I'm thinking about doing OnlyFans or even porn." At the end of the day, what nobody could, nobody could have stopped me at 21 years old. I didn't ask anybody. I didn't okay. ask even my family. Whatever I wanted, the approval to, because I didn't want to be shunned from my family and did this whatever. But at that age. Look, I mean, if you were that, no one could tell you no. You're going to mm-hmm. do what you want to do. So you either support it and you be a part of your kid's life or you don't. And they make the option that you may not be a part of their life. Hmm. But do you, but would you look at yourself now knowing what you know, going back or telling your sister, would you tell her some of the pitfalls or some of the things to look out for? I definitely would tell her, you know, give her advice. But for me, like I in my career personally, not everybody is the same way. I have not I haven't had a bad situations happen to me. I think there's growth or whatever. But I don't I had a, a great career. But I, you know that many women don't like Lana facts. and uh, what's her name? The one who did she well, was like a paralegal. What's her, Mia Khalifa. Hmm. Again, some people get in the business for different reasons. Some mm-hmm. people do whatever. I, you know, I wasn't that way. Like I, for me, I, I said like sex is like art to me. It's how I express myself. I've always felt comfortable naked. I never like I just owned my sexuality in that sense. Mm-hmm. So I was just I did what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Some people feel or fall into like situations where they're told what to do. That mm-hmm. wasn't my scenario. So mm-hmm. I can't speak on that. But I have heard stories and I had heard those things. So if it was someone that was in my immediate circle or asking for advice, I definitely would give advice on all levels. But I wouldn't I would let them do and make the choice that they wanted to make. I wouldn't deter on whatever level, because at the end of the day, you're still going to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what your podcast is, too, is that you guys talk or you talk about um, the industry and stuff like that so my podcast is private talk with alexis texas i have a regular episodes which is like lifestyle entertainment that i have everybody from people like yourselves from entertainment people to mm-hmm. social media people and then i have a uh, private talk after dark mm-hmm. so here we're here this weekend in miami to do the exotica convention and i'm doing the after dark episodes which is with people who are in the adult entertainment industry who have only fans and things like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so we speak about um 
stuff on scenes, how mm-hmm. they've gotten to the business, how, you know, their stories, if the, mm-hmm. you know, if it's good, bad or indifferent. And then, you know, we play a game called Truth of Texas that I made up and we do kind of a games of like getting to know people a little bit more intimately on levels that it's not questions like, oh, what's your favorite sex position? What's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. more in depth. Um, so it's the versatility of both. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's lifestyle entertainment. Okay. Um, by the way, if there's anything we've taken from Alexis, she owns her shit. Yeah. She's not backing down. She's not apologizing. I she's love it. Li- not living with regret. <laughs> so the haters are going to hate, but Alexis is going to do hey, what she's got to do. She's doing something right if there's hating. I respect that. Uh, Alexis, <laughs> there's a couple more questions I want to get through, and then we're going to answer your questions at home. Put them in the super chat. Natalia Del Valle, she's there. She's on the ones and twos. She's taking your questions. Yes. Natalia, do we got some stuff that we got to talk about? We have some questions, okay. but I think we can do a lot better. So let's Okay, get some so good we can questions. do better. Yeah, we can do a lot better. Okay, let's spin the guys, button. we yeah. got freaking Alexis Texas <laughs> here. Spin the bottle, get your guys. questions. And if you want oh, to know, <laughs> if you want your wife to be a perfect, amazing, elegant, classy housewife, Rebecca will answer your questions. Um, let's get to a couple of more <laughs> this questions. Is so much pressure. Yeah. And then if you have, listen, if you want little Aladdin more here to answer the questions, dating, money, relationships, all that, and then some business. How I to got, date a 20 year old. Let's ask Adam. That's mm-hmm. 21 plus. 21 plus. Come on. Oh, you have to be legal to get You have your to bar. be legal. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a big hip hop fan. Me too. Are you a hip hop fan? I do. Okay. So um, forgive me in advance for mm-hmm. saying this quote. I'm not calling you this, but we're familiar with the song, multiple songs. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Yeah. You've heard this. Okay. Um, Kanye's done it. Biggie, Tupac, Jay-Z. He's got songs such as um, money, cash, hoes, money, cash, hoes, money. You've heard this song before. Uh, There's a song. Can you sing it again for us? Money, cash, (laughs) hoes, money, cash, hoes. I grew up in Miami. Uncle Luke. Shout out to Uncle Luke. Um, they had a song very famous called There's Some Hoes in This House. There's Some Hoes in This You know this song. Okay. Um, and I Googled hoes on Apple Music. I have that. And it's just countless droves of songs with hoes in it. And then I Googled wife or wifey. And I found one song by uh, Next. Because that's because you're my wifey. You know that song? No, you don't know? Okay, Next. You want to sing it anymore? Okay, do you think that that is affecting the culture? That there's so many songs out there about there's some hoes in this house and not enough songs about being a wifey? And the whole, you know, slogan or the context of you can't turn a hoe into a housewife, do you think that's affecting society as a whole? What are your thoughts? Mine or the housewife? Let's go with you first, and then we'll go to the housewife. I love that. Uh, you have no name, Rebecca. Your name is housewife. I'm just housewife. Just put a banner over me yes. that says housewife. But can you turn a hoe into a housewife? This is what these people constantly say, and I don't know. I mean, I was a housewife. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't some, if you looked up, I'm sure hoe and my name are somewhere affiliated in some level. I don't really know. I wouldn't consider myself that. But I would never. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think songs are... People... They rap about too much. I mean, it's sex, drugs, money, this, mm-hmm. that, whatever. Money, cash, hoes, yeah, money, cash. I mean, cash. look at Instagram. It's all about the like people faking it for the gram. Most yeah. people don't have things. I think it's given a false narrative yeah. to what society is really is. 
Um, I don't really believe that that's the truth, but I mean, they'll rap about it all day. Yeah. I guess there's not that many hits talking about my wife is so pretty and so beautiful. I mean, if you listen to R&B yeah. jams, yeah, it's yes. more slow. Mm-hmm. One. Like it's a, again, not R&B love. Like you listen to like cash, money, hoes, ra- guns. I was in yeah. prison. I was da 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 da. Yeah. You know, no more hip hop vibes, <laughs> but it's also R&B. Um, there's some hoes that live in there too. There's definitely there's the one guy <laughs> who like who like who like nineties like R&B. Yeah. You should hear like they're praising women like yeah. I'm yeah. traveling these beautiful yes. ladies. Yes. I love my Say life. Say more about it once and two. Yeah. Like. Exactly. No, but that's my point. There's so many more songs these days. Right. Calling women hoes, disrespecting Absolutely. women, versus easy. the wifey type songs. Mm-hmm. And like the Marvin Gaye type songs, but do you think it's society that's because, crumbling because of that? But do you think it's because women are now becoming more of that like entrepreneurial mm. type of behavior? Mm. So now, in order to like praise them, it's not so much about just like what their natural things like they bring. It's more like now women are becoming you know, wealthy and business owners, like, fuck these hoes. I think they become doing, competition, I think that, you know? They're like, doing it, it with be- less clothes on and they're twerking doing it, right. so they're offended by it. But so they, they don't it becomes competition with the men. 100. Yeah. So I think that because of what the new idealism, like even myself, like you could call me a hoe all day. You don't know my body count. I'm mm-hmm. sure you fuck more people than me, but you don't know it. Mm-hmm. So why am I a hoe and what's your definition of a hoe? Okay. So the, but this is exactly my question, by the way. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Being hot is now monetizable. Mm-hmm. Okay, whether you like it or not, there's gonna be oh that hoe over there. What's a what is a, but that's wh- what I'm saying. Hoe, yeah. all those things that doesn't offend me because you're just saying it whatever. She's like, a classy lady, by the way. Right. By the way, that hoe over there. What is that? Is a tot? Thought. A thought. <laughs> my apologies. My apologies. I gotta keep up with the kids. He's forty. Oh my god, I'm forty years old. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a tot. It's a thought. Yes. That's not my a tater bad, y'all. Tot, not a tater, not a tater tot. tot. Have you ever been you called? Have you ever been that. called a thought? Oh, um, sure. Okay. I mean, I've been called a lot of things. I don't but I, th- I feel like it, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I would like to see women praised and, you know, right. be more feminine and, and be respected. But almost a double But a lot of them are themselves. doing more sexual stuff, okay, making money. Let's talk about the men who are all fucking all these whores. They're still mm-hmm. hoes. What do they call them? Hey, hey. <laughs> but, but guys, you're yeah. glorified because you've had all these women. You're badass. You have all these women. Yeah. And you're the one who's speaking about it. And their album's being sold. But why is that cool for you and not for me? Well, that that's what that's why you're saying they're the saying. double standard. One thousand. So it's so like why that's should what why women are, are saying? So you're like, okay. I'm so going to capitalize go on. on I'm going to monetize on you calling me a hoe, and you're going to cheat on well, your wife, fucking a hoe. Well, let, let, let let's shift gears here for a second. <laughs> Is it harder to turn a hoe? Those into are the a, ones who those are songs are listening to the whole song. That's what they're talking about. It's not like the that's just the, the context of the songs. Yes, and they're being glorified for it. But not the man's being looked at upon it. The woman who's twerking mm-hmm. to the song is. So that's what my issue is. Facts. Okay. Well, I want to get I want to get the, the housewife perspective. You know, mm-hmm. a, a, a question that's housewife? in my head is like, <laughs> is it is it harder to turn a hoe into a housewife or a housewife into a hoe? What's harder to do? <laughs> because maybe maybe <laughs> you can give advice. Sorry, what? You can give <laughs> advice to. Are you being a hoe with your husband? Is basically yes. what he's asking. Well, that yes. was my question. We, yeah. we I'm my husband's slut. See, uh, I like you that. are. Yeah. Admittedly. As you should but be. But only yeah. for your husband. 100%. That's your only fan. My only fan. <laughs> That's right. No pun intended. Okay. But if you want to go to OnlyFans, go to mine. What <laughs> What advice does Alexis Texas have to housewives out there to keep their relationship steamy? You know what? I think that it goes back again to communicate with what you want and need mm-hmm. from your partner 
and deliver. I think a lot of people don't listen to their partner either ways. Like, again, it's her being a hoe for her man, as she should. She can twerk and dance with what she wants to in her bedroom and feel safe in the comfortability of things. But some people think like when you get married, like people don't have sex. They talk about all these stories where it's like Mm -hmm. you don't do it. Like that to me is when you should do it the most because that's your your partner that you found. You should feel more safe and secure to try the things that you maybe didn't do before because you didn't have that person too. The problem with society is that we're having all the sex beforehand and then you get married and then no one wants to have sex. Because it's easy. Like exactly. So what's the problem with society and how do you fix it? Stop hoeing it up. Sorry, I will never. I will never. How dare you? Like, I'm so sorry, but we need to, like, as women, we need to stop, close our legs. No. Yes. I think that I think that it needs to be at a point where it shouldn't be as accessible. It should be like it's like quality over quantity. But doesn't that cut out your industry? That you were. I mean, in? I'm not in it, so that I mean, you were. That's oh, what I mean. Stop it! You can't. You got to defend your industry I mean. here, like, Alexis. Why am I defending? Sex is always going to sell. Sex and alcohol, we ain't going anywhere. Sex so sells. Sex right. But if we do that, if we lessen that, wouldn't ever. that lessen the no. OnlyFans and the porn I think and all the? the I think it'll go back to the way that it was. I mean, porn. I mean, OnlyFans and all these other things. It's just too much it's been so watered I'm down glad you said it's that. watered it down to much. the point where anybody who has mm-hmm. a phone you're Literally. a porn star that to me don't cut it to me it's like there's yeah. more things to it there's more like it's a business you right. know what i mean um mm-hmm. it's a lot but i just feel like it's watered down so it's like i think it's it's an easy cop out like oh well i have an OnlyFans or oh i have a whatever like and again good on you like Do you good think for you what percentage of girls out there porn what you say? Do you I think, think OnlyFans has deteriorated I definitely think porn? so. I think so on the mass levels on production companies and actual actual real footage content videos where it's like done the right way, not right. like set up with a tripod and someone's mm-hmm. ho- holding a phone kind of thing. Yes. As far as like the, to me, what I liked about porn, it was like it was the companies that I worked for was more about glorifying the woman's sexuality mm-hmm. and bringing that out and not mm-hmm. just like fucking like there's more right. to porn than just the actual act of sex mm-hmm. to me at least mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's great acting know. there's um there's scenes there's cinematography sure i agree really i'm just you watch you know. free porn stop lying <laughs> <laughs> save that money ladies and gentlemen i know you're uh, on porn or something i don't know this is not this okay is let's not an ad. Let, let's talk uh, yeah i'm not on only friends not paying for that however <laughs> Let's talk about this. This word offended you earlier, and I don't want you to get offended. This is a story in the news right now, but it's regarding a MILF. Okay? Have you heard about uh, the New York Jets quarterback, this young man? Have you heard about this? This is one of the most yeah. trending stories mm. in the world right now on their net. Release pictures has social media debating which of Zach Wilson's mom's friends he slept with. Why so here's it, this guy. Does, do we know he slept with the friend? This is factual. Let's I know. Look at this Stop shit. Stop conspiracy theorying everything I talk I about. But you have a shit. picture with a circle on her face so people can assume a lot of things that he posted a picture with his mom and all her friends and they're like, oh, he fucked one of them. Here's the deal. Like, it's- Here's the deal. So um, his ex-girlfriend, can we, can we scroll down? So Zach dated this girl for a little while and she's basically being accused of being a homie hopper because oh, now okay. she's dating so, uh, one of his homies and she goes i'm not the homie hopper you know who the homie hopper is zach wilson has banged one of his mom's best friends this is the quarterback for the new york jets this is one of the most trending topics it's it's if you go into the sports world this is the number one trending topic out there Aren't they both here's this adults, here's this like rookie well this is about to be in his second year who basically can you scroll in about that mm-hmm. so zach wilson's ex-girlfriend agrees that he has a dirty what 
Dirty it's Johnson. No. Dirty Dick. <laughs> if you want me to interpret. <laughs> he exposes for this sleeping with his mom's should be. best friend. Commentating on, on articles. Okay, can we scroll a little bit? Yeah. Zach has scrubbed his old girlfriend, Abby Gal, from his Instagram account earlier in the return. She has now scrubbed one of his. I'm sorry. Scro- he's not Zach cute. Wilson just mm-hmm. got booked in bed with his mom's best friend. So here's this young man, okay, okay that is now allegedly, we're, let's use the word allegedly. Allegedly, but he's um, also of age, okay. Uh, yes, of course. But now he's, instead of going after, I think he's probably 23 years old, women his own age, he's bagging one of his mom's best friends. Now, Is his is mom this, mad? His mom is, is being very outspoken these days. She's taken to Instagram basically saying, there's a lot of investigative journalists out there trying to get a hold of some information from me. I'm not going to leak it. But she you know knows. how they say there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. She knows what's going on. What do you blame for something like this? Is there is is there anything wrong with this that no. that that he, he he had sex with his mom's best friend? I mean, let's is be like milk porn. I would problem. I wouldn't want my son to have sex with one of my friends, but if they're of age and they're consenting adults, like my I'm not in the bed with them. I can't. It's not that. I mean, it is what it is. Like. Mm-hmm. People have different preferences. That's the thing. Maybe he likes older women. Maybe he was jerking off to fucking them. When who knows? Like I don't know. That's his preference. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't like a twenty-something-year-old, then who cares? Who? My thing is, is why does it matter what his dick is doing? Like let him mm. live. He's playing football. <laughs> Sex is not his occupation. Let him play football. Well, when he's who the cares? quarterback of the Jets and he throws more interceptions than touchdowns, but he's not, he's people not, are gonna want to know what's going on. He's not breaking the law. He's not that doing true? anything wrong. No. Like he's not. It's his ex-girlfriend who's obviously she's scorned about something who's going to come up with the allegations of anything. Okay. So why, I mean, is it right? Probably not. But is it wrong? Who cares? It's not my dick. Listen, if it's wrong, I don't want to be right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, (laughs) do what you do. I mean, she wouldn't be a friend of mine anymore, but I'm... (laughs) But at some point, like, that's... I mean, have you, have you had sex no, with I'm one of your... No, I'm not banging my mom's friends. Not your mom. Sheila, I like, miss you though. No, no but like a <laughs> oh friend's mom. Like, you know what I mean? Have no, you have you ever no, had sex no. with a friend's sibling? Cousin? No Family comment. member? Next exactly. <laughs> so are you wrong yes. or we should put you Siblings on trial? Siblings are different Isn't that how you meet people? Like but homie why? hopping? Is like Say you meet people from like people... Homie hopping. Like isn't that how you like meet people? It's like I met you and we were out and a group of people. You cheated on me, mm. dumped me, and your friend, who's a friend from Hit like, me up in my DM. Yeah. I was like, he's not good up. for you, yeah, girl. This is, we get married and have this kids. Is the mom's and have, this is the mom's that's a friend. This woman that you should not marry to be the house Okay, well, can I, can I, let, me throw <laughs> another, let me throw another terminology out your way. Maybe something you're a little more familiar with, not making any accusations. But I've never really heard homie hopping, but I have the word, I have. heard the term. Jersey chaser. What? A lot of women out there chase men who oh, yeah. play football, play basketball. You've heard of Jersey yeah, chasers? I've never heard that. What are your thoughts on women that, you know, go after more specifically athletes? I mean, they know what they want. They usually get pregnant and usually are single afterwards and then it doesn't work out well for them. But, you know, I mean, they're chasing, a lifestyle. they're chasing a lifestyle they kind of already know. But like, it, yeah. You know if you're chasing a guy with a jersey, you're not chasing the perfect marriage where, you know, your man's not going to be wanted yeah. by a whole bunch of women. Like, you have to know, like, this individual I'm chasing is going to be what's super the wanted. It's going to be what, whole, what's, like, fame wha- and to fame, be in the, money, in the spotlight. Yeah. They just want the money. Go to the games. Yeah, money, to wear a jersey the lifestyle. I just want the money. The, the facade. Guys, money. 
cash, hoes, money, cash. But hose. also That's security. What? Maybe they're chasing that security. Okay. From a jersey. Like, you would see an athlete and you're like, there's guaranteed security there rather than maybe this guy that I yeah. just met at Publix. Well, that's what women are doing. They're, that's their, it's it's called hypergamy. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. this is hypergamy. This is hypergamy okay. in the masses. Like, one a group of women chasing one guy. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he's going to exercise his options because he has the options right, right there. He can pick her today, tomorrow. And there's about a hundred people in his DMs. He can mm-hmm. siphon when he's bored. He yeah. can do all kinds of things. He's going to different states all the time. There's a girl in every place. He's got two phones. That's the thing. Sounds like you know exactly what's going on here. Alexa, how often do blue checks slide in your DM? Blue checks. I don't know. I don't check myself. But that's where guys have to be careful with their seed, too, because you're going to get like a Drake situation. He's putting hot sauce in it. I'm like, that's the smart way to really. No, no, that happens. You, you are Have a conspiracy theorist. Have you been there? Yeah, you are a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I don't believe you. you no, believe she just the doesn't believe that you watch stories. And read? No. I don't. I like I've been. That. I've had stories about me that are not believable, Correct. and people believe. So Correct. therefore, yeah. it's, it's not a far-fetched goal okay. or reality that. Yeah. Some things, that's why it's like, is it really a quote? Or yeah, is it something that someone's talking about? Alexis Texas is like, fake news, fake news. Yeah, fake, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah, fake, yeah. fucking fake news. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. All right, guys, last question, and then we're going to take your questions out there. Um, what I want to talk about is, and this is a group discussion here, so we'll reel it back in. We're going to lose the sex conversation. We'll talk more money and business right now. But okay. um, How much more time do we have to pee? How much, can, can, you, can you spend 10 more minutes? I'll try. Okay. Um, I want to talk about backup plans. Can, can you go from being a housewife? Let's say, God, I'm going down a dark conspiracy theory right here. Okay. Let's say you don't have a career and you just want to be a housewife and that's your mm-hmm. goal. But you get divorced and you're 50 years old. Can you go back to the workplace? Is that is that a concern of being a housewife? My mom went back after my dad passed. She works a job. She didn't work a single day in her entire life. Really? Yes. My mom immigrated here from Brazil. Mm-hmm. Met my dad, who was also Brazilian. My dad was the provider. My mom never worked a day in her life. Now she works. How hard was that transition? Very hard. Yeah. But that's the thing, too. Housewives... We're not sitting there just like doing whatever. Like she was already had a twenty four seven job for years. It just she had to go in the work world and do an actual mm-hmm. nine. Yeah, job. and that's the okay. thing. It's like the skills that you take in the home, you can translate that outside of the home as well. You you groom your dog at home. You can be a dog groomer. Like you can get your license for that. There, literally, the world is your oyster. You can't like. Of course, you can complain and and make excuses all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you need to put money, if you need to put food on your table, you're going to work. You're going to hustle and you're going to make it happen regardless of the fact. And that's why I tell that's why I tell women like this is a fear tactic. They want you to be like, oh, like what she's going to do when she doesn't. Ha-? You'll figure it out because that's what women do. We figure it out. Mm-hmm. We figure it out in the hardest times. We can make it happen. Trust me, if that were to happen, if my husband passes away before me, I'm going to make it work. We wish him a long, healthy Yeah, life. me Let's too. Let's go there. How about um, for adult film actresses? Is it hard to transition into the working world when you want to leave that career? I mean, can adult actresses just go get a job and, you know, work in office and sales yeah, and retail? Yeah, they have. They have. Is that, um, is that a hard transition? I don't know because I haven't done it. For mm-hmm. me, is 
I've because uh, I've been blessed and I have, you know, I'm very grateful to have fans that support what I do. Um, mm-hmm. Again, like I said, I've transitioned from being an adult to doing my you know podcast and doing media and things like that. So that's uh, active followers that have followed me, what I've just kind of done. I mean, it's just different. I think that um, if I had to do a nine to five job, like I said, like mm-hmm. I, we could do anything. I don't want to because I've, you know, become my own boss and I'm an entrepreneur and yeah. I know that anything I do now that I can make a business and do something because I have skills to do that. Being a boss and, and running but your business. I just wouldn't want to work for somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. Would you say, are, are you good with money management? Are you a spender? Are you a saver? Are you an investor? What's your tactics? I'm both. I'm getting more into yeah. the investing the last couple of years of my yeah. life because it's like I never had anybody that had knowledgeable information um, and accurate information to give me to go by because, again, let like me doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've had bad investments. I've had this and that. But, I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm fair on both sides. I could do better in certain levels. What's but- your, like portfolio look like are you more into stocks you're more into real estate you're more into crypto are you more into cash savings more stocks okay yeah um i have i have very little crypto um been more into kind of that space Mm -hmm. a little only because of like doing uh, nft marketplace and things like that nature um i'm looking into real estate stuff for my portfolio but i haven't jumped full i have my toe in it i don't have it all the way in yet but Mm -hmm. can i see your toe they're pretty. I Toes look great, guys. Just in case you can monetize. You can't monetize got, the toe. I got a foot fetish. So do you really? I do. What does that mean? Like you like guys' feet, women's feet? I you like want... feet in general. I like hmm. pretty feet. I like well-mannered feet. I like yeah. the arches in people's feet. I don't. You know, I don't think well, this is going to work out. I don't think I got the feet. Yeah, hairy feet. No, no, no. Sasquatch over here. No, but anyway. So we 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 know that that's one of your check marks. That no twenty-year-olds, and you got to have nice feet. Yes. And hopefully you're making some money. I mean, yes, you will be making money. Okay. You, you can't not have a job. Um, That's awesome. All right. We're, we're, we're wrapping up. Um, let's turn it over to our amazing value-taining audience out there, the value-tainers out there. Do they have questions for anyone on the panel? Let's take some super chats and we'll wrap this thing up because Alexis Texas has to pee. I do. Yes. Same. So we actually have a question by Manix T. Um, he says, question for Miss Alexis. Uh, do you think you have become the man you want to marry? No, I haven't. That's why I'm looking for an actual man. I can't be all of those things. I don't um, have a dick. I'm sorry. If I did, maybe And what would, would be, be aside from a dick? What would be like some of the qualities that you... Again, for me, for like, I really, for me, I need someone who's in a space that can hold space for me, who's very like emotionally... Um, in tune to my needs um, would you say you are that for the other person though? yes but Definitely. so what are qualities that you are looking for in a man that you don't offer oh that i don't offer yeah i don't think that i don't have anything i have everything to offer i just haven't met my match to like coast but what would be, be something things? like a man would give like show you that you're like wow like that's something that I struggle with and I'm attracted to that and I want that in my man. Um, For me, I would say I'm not a very good planner of things. I kind of do things like I fly by the seat of my pants. So I like structure, but I don't always know how to obtain that structure. So I need someone. That's why for me, like the alpha man of being like, like I like having someone the hierarchy level of being like you take care of certain things mm-hmm. like you'll make either reservations or trips or pl- you know things that like kind of you listen to what I'm mm-hmm. telling you mm-hmm. that I need more take that I don't have to tell you what I need. Mm-hmm. 
So they sound like more take charge type of. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Strong man. Yeah. But also a good planner. She yes. wants like a big, strong bodybuilder, but that's also an executive assistant. And he assistant. has to be a good cuddler, too. I like to cuddle. Cuddle. Alexis yes. Texas Agreed. likes to cuddle. Okay. Uh, so many things. <laughs> is there a man out there for Alexis Texas? Hey, don't you put the know. negative. There is a man out there. We speak into his Yes. A man out there that Super is chest. right around the corner because I yes. can feel it. I've been yes. manifesting it. I'm in the right space. I'm in the right like Manifest. level in my life and place in my life mm. where I'm ready to embrace the next chapter. He might be That's sitting amazing. right next to you. Oh, I'm not 20 something no, years yeah, old though. No. That's our only problem. No offense. I I don't think we're. I don't know. think that I I think I'm too opinionated for you, and I think yeah. I'm way too alpha. Are you really? I think so. Yeah, I want a feminine woman. I am feminine. You sometimes. Sometimes. 60 40. Very true. 80 20. Yeah. I'm looking for 100%. Not Alexis. me. Not me. <laughs> no, but at least we're having crucial conversations right here. And we're just friends. That's it. I'm we're okay keep, with friends. We're cool with friends. Yeah, we're cool. Done. With we're friends. friends. Adam and Alexis, friends. BFF forever. Next question for Alexis. Next question is for Alexis. And um, someone asked Would you start uh, dancing? Would you? I've already yeah. danced. I feature danced for over 10 years across the world. Are you still fucking doing that? read up people in the Snapchat? <laughs> Are you still or not? Super chat. I have I, I because of the pandemic, the world changed and I no longer dance. I haven't danced no. Okay. Awesome. Next question. And then the rest of them are just comments. That okay. Any nice comments? Um, there's some decent comments. <laughs> She's like, oh. somebody sent 250, and they just sent a little emoji saying you're amazing. Oh. So hold on, Thanks. someone. I mean, hello, give them a shout out. Who's yeah. the person? Nasir Al Mualla. Oh, that's one of my subscribers. Yes, he said, we love you, Nasir. That's amazing. Thank yes. you. He even said you're amazing. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> Any other final comments before we wrap up? I think. Yeah, those if are someone's going to spend comments. that kind of money, got to give them a shout yeah, out. That, that's why I'll be taking my If percent. someone spends some kind of money worry, like that, give them a shout out. <laughs> See the, What's uh, his name again? Some, Nasir. Nasir. Would, Nasir. Would you give a shout out to Nasir? Nasir, thank you for the $250 that I will not be receiving, but these lovely people deserve <laughs> it because they work hard. They have a number one show here on podcast. And I appreciate that they invited me to be a guest. But we're going to drive. I like it, Nasir. Thank you so much for being a subscriber to her because you know she has Thank a lot of facts over here. from Saudi Arabia he's awesome Nasir. Nice. and by the way you are getting something from this make sure everyone here where can we tell them to find you where do you want them to subscribe to mm-hmm. where do you want them to find you I Alexis. want you to go to subscribe to my YouTube channel it's Private Talk with Alexis Texas mm-hmm. it's my podcast I'm on season 3 and I think it's like 91 episodes so wow. far season um, 3 can we put the link below yes it's subscribe already in the description subscribe to see all Alexis Texas live and cut in the description. Yes. what do else it all. I have my Instagram, which is White Girl Politicking, which we mm-hmm. saw earlier. Yes. Um, I have my OnlyFans, which is Alexis underscore Texas. And yeah, if you guys are local in Miami, I'll be at Exotica Convention Center Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, I have a booth there that I'll have my podcast there. I'm also hosting a twerk contest and also signing autographs and taking pictures with fans. Hold on, hosting nice. a twerk contest? Yes. I will be there. So mm. I will, so I've been doing, I, you're gonna be there. <laughs> I haven't been to Exotica in three years because of the pandemic and everything. Yes. So I, I for four, probably four or five years, I hosted a twerk contest all over mm. um, the five places that they have them through the mm-hmm. year. And it's a lot of fun. It's a crowd participation. You win money, you have a good time and you get to shake your booty. Something tells me that we're going to talk about that after the show and maybe we can collaborate and value tanners if you want to get a sneak like preview it. of what's going on here there's millions of gentlemen out there that might want to see who wins this tour yes. contest so alexis and i will talk about that any other comments before we wrap up uh other comments they're not very nice comments no yeah no so we do not, not, we're not we're i will get out <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. So take anyway, the bottle on that. Be nice. Be okay. nice. Um, anyway, um, this has been a pleasure. If there's I've anything I've learned about you is that you own who you are. There's no apologizing that. here. There's no second guessing. There's no, I don't really, there's like, listen, I'm mother from Alexis, Texas. I'm Hall Puerto of Famer. Rican, German, Norwegian. I'm a Gemini. Have a lot of, you know, spice. Got a lot of spice. <laughs> She's sugar and spice. Maybe not everything nice. But, but everything's bigger in Texas. Oh, can we get a twirl? <laughs> can I? One twirl. Remote, for the, does, how does this contract? Just yeah, move that. Everything's take, bigger in Texas. You gotta take off the headphones. You gotta take oh, off the headset. Thanks. Let's. <laughs> let's get one twirl from Alexis. Twirl for you, girl. The wallet right there. <laughs> Guys, I can confirm it is uh, bigger in Texas. Alexis, thank you. Um, any final words that you want people? What do you want your legacy to be? If you can just leave us with some final words from Alexis. My legacy to be. You know, I think, again, it's just being unapologetically selfish. If you, If it makes you feel good, do it. Why second guess it? You know your intuition. Everything is already set in stone for you. Just follow your path and it will be okay. Unapologetically selfish. Yeah. Oh, that might we might have to revisit that. <laughs> Rebecca, thank you for coming down here again. Thank it's you. been a pleasure as always, our sidekick for today. Mm-hmm. Um, where can we find you? What what do you want people to understand about being Rebecca Barrett, being a supportive housewife who has a name, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, James, for letting her be here. Yes. What would you like to say? Um, well, you can find me on YouTube at Rebecca Barrett, um, on Instagram at I am Rebecca Barrett. And uh, I just, I want women to take accountability and responsibility for their actions. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy that we had a constructive conversation because it sounds like you're doing a lot of self work and there's a lot of women that can take that and apply that, right? Um, yeah. I'm just happy to be here. We love having love you. It. Natalia, yeah. you've been a little more quiet today than yes. usual, but I think it was because we're just having a dynamic conversation. Mm-hmm. Final thoughts on your end? Um, final thoughts. I think everybody's story is different. Everybody mm-hmm. has a different life that they choose, and each choice has a... I guess, like consequence or outcome of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's important that you, whatever choice you do make, uh, you stand by it. You you know, you don't, you own up to whatever Ten toes down, baby. Yeah, I think that's really, it's going to (laughs) be a determining factor for people's like happiness Mm -hmm. is like making decisions and their outcome of life and accepting it. So that would be my... You said happiness. Happiness. Well, I'll leave you with this. I believe in the big three tenets of life, health, wealth, and happiness, right? If you don't have health, you've got nothing, right? You said 10 toes down. I like to stretch every morning. If I'm not feeling the inside of a box, I'm doing okay right there. So just have some gratitude. <laughs> you woke up every day. Exactly. Have some gratitude with that. Uh, number two, wealth. If people don't think that wealth makes life easier, you got the wrong thing going on, okay? Look at the smile on my face. Things are pretty good <laughs> out here, okay? Valuetainment land. And then happiness. I think that happiness comes from having meaning and purpose to your life. So if you don't have meaning and purpose to your life, you won't find happiness. But in that order, I think you should, you know, the order of operations, 
health comes first, wealth, and then find your meaning and purpose in life, and that will make you happy. Anyway, that is it. Alexis Texas has to pee, so we have to get out of here. If you haven't subscribed to Valuetainment and Valuetainment Money, hit the mother and subscribe button. Alexis, would you tell him to subscribe, please? You better subscribe because you don't want to miss all the things that come out of his mouth. So I don't even know or how Alexis's I felt mouth. about that. Or Alexis's mouth, okay? We're not even being naughty right now. I'm not. Thank you for subscribing. <laughs> but we might have an after party at the twerk contest. That's yeah, what remains exotica. to be seen. Subscribe, like. We thank you for being here. We out. Sauce cast, save that money. Peace save out. That money.